Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Big Time Talkers. I'm Brock Gordon, showing off the muscles today in my muscle shirt. Cut off Liberty Nationals t-shirt from 8th grade, still fits. Uh, not to brag, uh, still an All-American from that, you know, no big deal. I'm Tommy Haley. I'm wearing a Carhartt sweatshirt that's really warm right now. And I'm Benjamin Duncan, and I am wearing my Smokey the Bear shirt uh, in Based. celebration of me seeing Cocaine Bear this weekend. Best. All right, well, how about, I would say let's just get into that, but me and Tommy are supposed to see that at some point here, so we won't do that just yet. Also, my hair is looking fantastic today, gentlemen. Sexy. I need to get my fucking haircut. I do too. I'm feeling Look, sexy. I know I like it long now, but that sounded so wrong. What? Look, you I know that what? I'm liking how I've grown out my hair. Yeah, I know. I've never seen short hair, Tommy. You? Oh, that's hey, true. I don't think he you hasn't. ever have. He hasn't. He's ugly. I think it's cursed. I think looking back at when I've had short hair, it looks cursed compared to what I... The hairstyle I have now. No, this is cursed, my good friend. You don't have any good hairstyles. No, I don't. I'm just letting it grow out. You're not nothing's like worse than the nothing's worse than eighth grade haircut me. Ooh, yeah. Seems very seems very seems very valid. I don't I don't know. I was never. No, he's posted that picture before. Oh, okay. It's the one where he's got the braces and he's got basically no hair. He's looking like Sid from Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that I'm wearing, I'm wearing I, a, did see it. I think I did see it. But I'm wearing a Royals, the 2015 Royals uh, t-shirt. And I, I think that's in my closet right over there. Sounds about right. Gentlemen. I had an article go up this, uh, actually, the day that we are recording, come out on the website. It is why the Colts should not take a quarterback with the fourth pick or trade up for a quarterback at all. I keep seeing uh, uh, Kentucky's quarterback going to them in all the mock drafts. Oh, that's Why would they need a quarterback? They have Sam Ellinger. Well, okay. In the article I outlined, go through, I think, the top four quarterbacks that they're saying the Colts could have. You know, Levis, Stroud, Young, and then Anthony Richardson from out of nowhere. Where the fuck has he come from? I've been seeing a bunch of stuff about Anthony Richardson today, not going to lie. Also, since you were speaking about the draft, did you guys see that the Bears are kind of shopping around that number one pick in the draft? Everyone knew they were going to do that. Yeah, I'm not really surprised, but I, I feel like their asking price for that pick is going to be a lot. A lot, yeah, a lot. What would the Saints have to give up to get that first pick? You remember the year Mike Ditka traded his entire draft and next year's draft for uh, Ricky Williams? Uh, they'd have. Yeah, to that's basically that what they're going to have to do oh, again. And Michael Thomas. That one I could actually see them trading. <laughs> Michael Thomas to the Bears? Ooh, that'd be a... In their entire draft for the next, like, two or three years. Uh, That's what it would take. That's what it would take for the Saints to get the number one pick in the draft. uh, The Colts have been rumored to be trading back the fourth pick to the uh, Eagles for the 10th. And next year, let's see, the 10th, 
the other first year pick, the first round pick the Eagles have, and then I think next year's second, which I'm, I don't know. We'll find out when the draft gets here in a couple months. But I also outlined in it uh, some others that the Colts should take at the fourth overall pick or later on in the draft, including one hometown kid for the Colts from one of the local universities in Indiana. So, uh, that's the update I have on that. Gentlemen, oh, the Lions have the 18th pick. Okay. Gentlemen, uh, y'all's updates are... Wait. Uh-huh. What are y'all's uh, B-card updates? Well, I'm kind of knee-deep in a, my thoughts on what Marvel, the state of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I just haven't had the drive to finish this article. Also, I will be giving my thoughts, my P's and Q's on Revolution, which is not this week, but next week. Of course, I fucking worked that weekend. All right. Wait, that is this weekend, technically. We're it recording is. this on a Monday. Yes. Mm, is it? Double check. It is. Mr. Ben? All right. Well, what do after you- kind of... What, yeah. you, what you cooking up down there in uh, Como? Uh, since the NFL has finished, I've been kind of... It's been kind of dry in terms of things to... Interesting things to write about. Oh, that but, is um, far from the truth. Oh, there's the XFL. The, oh, we'll get to that later, good sir. We're, we're, we're only two weeks in. I know, but still, though. And it's... I, and I, I, I thought about doing an XFL article. It's also weird to say that but, we're two weeks in the XFL. It feels like we're, like, five weeks in. But... I don't know why. With the I, don't, help I don't know why. One of my favorite sports stats websites, I am going to be writing an article about uh, most receiving yards by position in the NFL. Oh, Okay. And while, yes, everyone's going to know that wide receiver takes the cake in that, yeah. um, there are some uh, surprising numbers from a few positions that I did not expect to see. I'm just going to say now I think running back is number two because I don't feel like tight ends have gotten the respect until more recent years as pass catchers. You are correct, you are correct with running back at two. Like I know this or something. Hmm. And tight end is at three, but closing. Oh, easily. Um, I have another article that is just getting the finishing finishing touches put on it right now. Uh, as you we've talked about on the podcast before, the uh, Arena Football League announced it'll be coming back in 2024, and I did a list as and they announced they'll be doing 16 teams that they're coming back with. I uh, went through and. Did you say 16 teams? 16, yes. I went through and I selected the 16 they should have. (laughs) Four four team divisions. So. Uh, Yeah, so be on the lookout for that one in early March. Uh, Do you want to just talk about the superfan and what. They sent to me today, and the constant just talking to 
or attempting to talk to us on social media, especially you, Tommy. Oh, the 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 person from Japan. Yeah, or claims. Yeah, so, what has this person been sending you, by the way? Okay, so the first thing they sent was I can't send the screenshot to y'all because it's sex stuff. It's basically no. I translated the first one. The ba- the basically the gist oh, no. of the first That's one was. That's what I sent you in the uh, DMs. There are other DMs that they've sent that I cannot fucking show. Because Why can't you just copy and paste them and translate? No, Tommy, it's literal like links to porn and shit. Oh, is it really? Yes. That's why I had to crop that shit out. Oh, so it's a fucking bot. Again, I don't think it is. <laughs> if it is, it's a weird ass bot. Trying to be friends. Oh, that's it's literally asking you over and over again when are you going to do the Q&A stuff so they just want us to bring back the Q&A stuff they asked you five six times seven they asked you seven fucking times when are we going to do the Q&A stuff again that's all this thing is because I noticed it's the same one over and over again well didn't they also say something underneath our tweet about us going to the Battlehawks game in St. Louis. Okay, that's different. And that's no. what if you were going to Japan. I would like to state for the record, I get this person asked if we are coming to Japan. While I would like to go, I do not have that type of money to go. Well, I'd love to go too, but I'm in college. I can't. Right. right. I, I would love to go, but I do not have that type of bread. All right? Just making that very clear. We all know what would happen if I was allowed to go right. to a foreign country. I've already been to a foreign country. I have as well. I've been to Canada, but... I've never been to a foreign country. What the... F- how? What Wait, how? Ben, what foreign country have you been to? Canada, but no. it may or may not have been legal. Oh, you did the little jump at the border thing there where you bounced back and forth? That never happened. So... I'm the only one that's really been to Canada. Got it. I went through three provinces, so. What's up? Nope. Never been outside of the United States of America. Well, you know what, Tommy? We're going to change that. We're going to take a group trip to Canada for some reason. I'm going to figure out a reason. What? When? I don't have my passport, my guy. Yeah, that also needs to change. Yes, I know that needs to change myself. But, uh, yeah, so. what? What's the bot's name again or the person's name whatever the heck we're gonna call this one the btt super fan from japan is that what we're gonna call him and actually yeah i'd love to call it that because that just rolls out the tongue really well btt super fan from japan i i can dig it actually all right we'll go with that uh we also got a new follower on twitter and tommy are you convinced this one's a bot as well um i don't know but when you say this this person's saying we might have to blur it out because this might be his actual name. I'm going to go ahead and say it is. You can say it because I don't have... The, well, I could go to the big card Twitter. Hang on, give me a second here. It going to be a second. Oh, never mind. He, uh, did he follow me? Nope, the other one did. I got followed by Bob Rippy, who's apparently a Mizzou fan. Thanks, bud. I tweet about Mizzou a lot, so. 
Makes sense. Uh, how do you pronounce this name, Tommy? Uh, Lacroix. Okay. Uh, Mr. Marty. You have a hard time pronouncing that? I guess. I'm going to just call him Mr. Marty because that's his first name. Um, boy, this is an interesting guy, isn't it? He's got four tweets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's just leave, let's leave it at that. Well, let's no, just leave okay. it at that. So he has one where he's just making fun of Alabama, like the state. So, Alabama state? No, the state of Alabama. No, just the state of Alabama. Which, I mean, not going to lie, pretty based. I'm an LSU fan. Uh, he's not actually, because did you notice? I mean, his did you notice his profile picture? I've never seen a team in the state of Louisiana. Their mascot is a gator. So I did some digging here, sir. That is one of the. What what was one of the proposed logos for the University of Louisiana Lafayette? The Raging Cajuns. The Raging Cajuns. Yeah, I guess he, I guess so. I guess his his downtown header is downtown Lafayette. So maybe he's an alum from there. Makes sense. Know. But uh, we're getting we're getting more followers, more fans that listen to the podcast, following us on Twitter. So if you one from Japan and one from Louisiana, two complete polar opposites, literally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we also that's okay. We, we, yeah, we have a lot here, but uh, you know, it is what it is, guys. Um, Tommy, you had a tweet this week. Speaking of Twitter. That you want to so, talk about here. The floor is yours, so, sir. I'd like to take note. Hold on, let me, let me pull it up. God. I'd like to say, I believe since Sunday, it has been the eight year anniversary of, as I would like to point to General real quick. In the eight-year anniversary since this dress has divided households, classrooms, lunchrooms, literally anywhere on human on this human planet, with fucking dress. Now, gentlemen, it has been debunked numerous times that this fucking dress is black and blue. Thank you. Yet some people on this earth. Still think it's white and gold. I'll be honest with you. I don't know how on God's green earth we'll see a white and gold dress. I do not understand it. How? They're on hallucinogens. Hey. <laughs> like, I've had this argument. I don't know how. Like, we had, like, and this was popular, like, during, like, what? Middle like school. Eight years ago? 
like middle school into like our freshman year of high school. Yeah. Yeah, eight, eight years ago would have been probably high school. No. Beginning of high school or end of middle school. I remember walking around classes, but I'm not that old that I was in high school when this was happening. It was 2015. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. This was during... So, yes. This was, like, our freshman year of high school. Sophomore. So, well, technically yeah, sophomore. Yeah, my freshman year. Tommy, we were sophomores in high school. I was winning... This was our sophomore year of high school. I was winning... And, and I remember... And I vividly remember people arguing about this stupid fucking dress during school. I was winning conference championships and wrestling with what would become the state champion in wrestling in the state of Missouri in the heavyweight class. I don't understand how people, I still cannot to this day, do not understand how people see a white and gold dress. Like even the tweet that I quote tweeted, some people were being like, whatever, I still see white and gold. I'm like, you guys are fucking stupid. Man, that's, that was, that was, this dress was before I became a state champion. In what? I don't know if it's just people that they're, they're, I don't know if it's just people wanting to get a reaction out of certain people, but like, come on, like, it's, don't be fucking stupid. Ben, but up? yes, this was before my time of being a state champion, so in, it's, it's been a while. What? Like, I'm like. I'm like literally looking through some of these comments on this huh? tweet. Dick writing? No. Brock, I, I will have to let you know that I was a state champion woodworker oh in high God, school, that's my guy. I'm right. oh, sorry, what? You got a state okay. championship? So woodworking. This, this was a story. Am I elaborating so, on this, my guy? On. Yeah, hang on. So backstory here of how I found this out. So me and Ben are on the trip to Manhattan for the Mizzou K-State football game this past year, right? <laughs> and we're passed by, like, fucking, I don't know. We're in the middle of nowhere fucking Kansas. And my yeah. dad is just trying to make some small talk with Ben, trying to get to know Ben. Because my dad, for all those out there, uh, hates people, I guess would be the correct verbiage here. Which is weird because my mom loves everyone. Except her kids sometimes when she threatens to, you know, when we were little and punishments happened. But, you know, stuff like that happened. So my dad asked Ben, oh, what did you do in high school? And Brock tells me that you played, the, you were in the marching band. You're currently at the marching band in uh, Mizzou. And Ben goes into several stories about, you know, marching bands, played football for a bit. And then he talks about woodworking. And I've never seen my dad hang on a, every single word while he's driving of someone's story in my life more than when Ben was talking about fucking woodworking. Wait, I thought it was just you two that went to... No, uh... he went with us. Oh. Me and Ben were the only ones on camera, for obvious reasons, because my dad's a K-State fan, as well as a... Oh, I didn't realize... I thought your dad was a KU fan. He's primarily a KU fan, but when it comes to Mizzou versus K-State, he prefers K-State. Hold because up, hold up. Time out. Time, time the hell out. He can can't cheer for why? both. Can I explain why? Okay, yeah, sure. Go ahead. 
all of his bosses are K-State alums. So and we got goes, that tailgate, you know? Yes. So he got kinda, that good breakfast food. So it's one of those he kind of has to enjoy Kansas State and has gotten to go to several Kansas State functions and a lot of the people that at his company and several of the people they hire at his company are K-State grads more than KU grads so but no he's primarily a K-State okay but he hates Mizzou more than he hates K-State so he I mean I he wore like color neutral neutral colors at the game I think he was wearing like black. That's acceptable. So, but anyway, then go into the story that had my father on every single fucking word, hanging on it. Let's see. Well, my I know my junior year, I made it to I won that districts for woodworking, but I didn't win at state. But then senior year, whenever I took advanced woodworking. I made a coffee table that I had the Missouri River carved into the top of it, and I filled it with epoxy, like blue sparkly epoxy to make it look like the river was in the top of the table. But um, after I got all of that done, I spent, like in the month leading up to districts and then state, I sanded the table for a month to make it perfect. Like... As smooth as a baby's butt. Like, this table was smooth. And then I took it to districts. And me and, like, everyone from my class won at districts. And then we went to state. And then there's the different categories, you know, for all the different woodworking things, whatever. But um, in mine, I think I was... <coughs> I think I was, like, table and furniture or something like that in my category or whatever. But And they ended up giving me a 99 out of 100 on the rating, and I'm like, bruh. What you're saying is you're Ron Swanson. All right, cool. But, yeah, basically, but I ended up, I won my category, and then I guess, like, overall, I, I won, and I got a big old medal. That's the state of Missouri. Then on the back of it, it says, like, grand champion or whatever, and it's like, I'm pretty cool, and I got to wear that at graduation, and I'm like, I'm the only person in this entire room that has this award. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Basically. He went into a little bit more detail with my dad because he was asking more questions about it. But my dad was hanging on every single fucking word when Ben was telling the story. But I loved woodworking. It was fun. <laughs> It's the only the only thing besides band that I got did good at state in. <laughs> and whose fault is that? Mine. Exactly. You weirdo. Oh man. You know what? I, you know what? I just realized it's gonna be a weird transition. But you know what I realized comes out this week. Hmm. It's Wednesday. Hmm. Uh, season three of The Mandalorian. Yeah, I do have that uh, on here. And, and Tommy, you forgot the and. What What are you talking about? There's another season three that comes out this week. Oh yeah, that's right. I also forgot this. 
What is it, Sunday? No, oh, I don't know. I just know it comes out this week. Yes, season, the final season, part three, true ending of Attack on Titan is finally coming out. What the fuck just came out of your mouth? And what else am I missing? Oh, yeah, I guess the Swordsmith Village. uh, uh, Season three of Demon Slayer comes out? Well, the movie does, but not the actual season. The season comes out in like April or something like that. All right, it is now time for the Mizzou update, Ben. The floor is yours, sir. I'm sure. Oh. Sure, I can. Go. Let's start us off with um. Mizzou, only Mizzou. Moon Choi. Oh boy. And the upper management of Mizzou pissing me off again. Oh my god. We have an update in the the Harlan situation that I had mentioned in previous okay, episodes. So update the so remind those at home about the Harlan situation because it it's been so a Harry piece. and Harlan were two great Pyrenees dogs that their owner would walk on campus literally every other day and just sit in speaker circle on campus for a couple of hours and students would get to go up to them and hug them, pet them. And if they were just having a down day, they could hang out with the dogs for a while. And, like, or they could let out, like, an ugly cry and, like, sit there and, like, hug the dog or whatever, you know, for basically ever since they were born. And um, Harry had passed away in 2016 due to bone cancer. And Harlan, a couple weeks ago, had a severe stroke and had to be put down. And so just with the impact that Harry and Harlan made on campus, we were wanting, the students were wanting to push to have a statue put in speaker circle of Harlan or Harry and Harlan, whatever. And we thought that would be really cool. But then we got an update after the change.org thing had gotten a certain amount of whatever's, certain amount of votes, whatever, you know, saying that, uh, uh, the students, uh, there will not be a statue put in place, but a $5,000 concrete uh, bench that the students will have to get all $5,000 for. And the update that came from Moon Choi? And, and the new update um, from, uh, let's see, from MSA and President Choi and his office, uh, this, this was, we met with... President let, Choi, as let, of let Thursday this past what, week. Let, hang on, tell the people what MSA stands for. Missouri, the Missouri, Mizzou Student Association, basically. Yes. But um, we met with Moon Choi on Thursday, that was this past week, and deciphered that a Harlan statue isn't something on the horizon as it would require direct approval from the Board of Curators, and those prospects are f- unfortunately doubtful. Sounds like a load of bullshit to me. Exactly. Of, However, as John, as John Milton, people don't want to pay for That's not surprising. The president's office is on board with tributing a campus bench in Harlan's honor. Not only that, but President Choi also suggested having said bench painted white in order to stand out amongst all the other benches on campus while paying homage to Harlan's great Pyrenees breed. The president is personally pushing for this project, offering to pay for half of the $5,000 required, 
to complete the project while the Mizzou Student Association would pay for the other half. This means that we need to raise $2,500 to make this happen. If everyone who signed this petition donated $1, we would reach our goal and more. Or, or, hear me out, hear me out. Take that plaque that you want to put on that bench and stick it on fucking Speaker Circle, right where he was. That way... You're going to paint a concrete $5,000 bench white? Bro, I'm, I'm just... I don't know. Sounds, I don't know. That sounds kind of BS, because we know upper management can do it. Easily. I... Look. It sounds like they want to be cheap. They do. Classic Mizzou way. <laughs> Shit, no joke. We still have buildings without AC on campus, my guy. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, there's still buildings without AC in there. You mean tell me it's 2023 and there are buildings on that campus that do not have air conditioning? They got heating. Oh, middle boy. They got heating. Okay, no that, that still though, that's kind of fucked. Especially Middlebush, uh, third floor. I had a class in there freshman year during the fall, and it was so hot. Like, going up those steps, you would get, like, 15 degrees warmer each flight of stairs you went up, and it's just like, oh, I'm dying. Tommy, we've been in Middlebush. What? We've been in Middlebush. When were we in? Oh. When we stopped by uh, Shakespeare's Pizza? Uh, no. J-Day? No. Wait, what? J-Day? I never went to J-Day. Oh, shit. Never mind. I guess I'm confusing you with Brock and... I thought you were with me, Brock, and Schulte. No, I had something to do that day. Oh. oh. Okay. I think I had, like, a tournament... I think I had, like, a golf tournament that, that day that I couldn't go to J-Day. Could have been. But I was back in time for uh, track practice, so. That was always the nice thing about J-Day. It never interfered with wrestling, so. Heck, it was always in the spring. February. And then other than that, I think, um, I think the softball and baseball teams are starting to play. Mizzou softball is doing very well. Mizzou baseball doing well. But we need to talk about the boys on the court. One yeah, game we, we stomped Georgia, yeah. One game left, gentlemen, till the SEC tournament. And Mizzou is projected to be a sixth seed in the tourney. Not the, not the SEC tourney. The tourney. The tourney. Sixth seed. Thoughts on that? I'm kind of scared because I heard they be, who would they be playing? They have them projected against Boise State right now. Ooh, that's is it, would that what would that be? The six six eleven matchup. Six eleven. Ooh, I don't know about that one, my guy. I just know I keep that hearing would be, that would be one of those games. Vegas would be like that's a prime six eleven like eleven six upset. From what I've been I don't know. That's just a gut feeling. It's just not me saying that they're going to lose. I'm just saying like that's what Vegas would totally do. But um, from what I've 
from what I've been hearing, that if we get a high seed like that, it would be the type of situation where we we would have we have a buy or something, right? In the NCAA tourney, no. In the in the SEC tourney, ah, uh, we're pretty much locked in now at the fucking eight nine seed. Uh, well, I'd heard somebody was saying if we end up getting a buy. Then we come out of that, and we're just going to get blown out by whoever we end up playing. Mizzou is currently supposed to take on Arkansas in the first round of the SEC tournament. Uh-huh. Mizzou, Arkansas, first round SEC tournament. That'll be fun. Is it in Nashville or St. Louis this year? I forget where the tournament's at. About to find out here in a second. SEC tournament. Yeah, we uh, we stomped Georgia the other well, we day. We all know where the Big 12 tournament's going to be. Uh, it the is women's team is losing. Oh. It's in Nashville. The women's basketball team lost. To, I, for, I forgot who the other day, though. The women's basketball team is not good and is not going to be playing in March. <laughs> well, yeah. beyond the SEC tournament. Sag. But, you know. It is what it is. We got that We've always cared about the men's basketball team more. So, and I love spanning suck that tiger dick in the opposing team's <laughs> final the final score. Final score tweets. It's always the best. Uh, LSU and Old Miss, I think, are the last two remaining for Mizzou. If I am not mistaken. Yep. LSU on, well, the day this podcast comes out, and then Old Miss on March 4th. So, very, two very winnable games from Mizzou. Um, could be some movement that Mizzou no longer is the nine seed. Maybe get up to like a sixth. That wouldn't be terrible. But uh, right now, Mizzou has a bye the first week, of, or the first day of the tournament. So, positives are positives. Ben, it is now time for your list of things. It is already? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, We're yeah. going to zoom through these. We've, we've got plenty of things to talk about afterwards, my good We're going to zoom through these here. Starting off in, let's see, where should I start? We'll go with the NFL. Earlier, over over this past week, the Titans released left tackle Taylor Lewan, wide receiver Robert Woods, and kicker Fat Randy Bullock. Sad. So does that mean that the only kicker type person on the Titans roster right now is a Stonehouse? Yes, it is. Oh, my. Then, uh, Super Bowl 58 script was leaked the other day. Um, I'm so glad you're talking about this. It it has my Detroit Lions beating the Kansas City Chiefs, making me so happy. But the thing that I care about even even more is that they say that Tyler, the creator, is going to be the halftime show for the Super Bowl. For... This upcoming that would go nuts. 
What Super Bowl is it? What deep speed? What Super Bowl fifty eight? Eight. I'd buy it. That'd be fucking awesome. That Tyler Creator is the Super Bowl halftime performer. Lions beat the Chiefs today. What was the most, score? Have you seen some of the ta- like the score was? Bro, have you seen Warrior Squad on Adult Swim? That stuff was based as hell. The fun. Okay, here we go. Um. Final score, Detroit Lions 44, Chiefs 31. <laughs> supposed to be a 13-point win for the Lions. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no way. Is this like an AI simulation or whatever? Man. No, here, here we go. Super Bowl 58 was an American football game played to determine the champion of of the National Football League for the 2023 season. The National Football Conference champion Detroit Lions defeated the American Football Conference champion Kansas City Chiefs 44-31. Champion Detroit Lions location at Allegiant Stadium. uh, Date February 11th, 2024 at 6.30. Yeah, halftime show. Tyler, the creator. And uh, MVP... Let me see. Amon Ross St. Brown, Lions wide receiver. <laughs> Did it oh. say who the Lions were supposed to beat in the NFC Championship to get there? Um, let me or did see. Did it leave that part out? Because oh, you yeah, left that part out, story. but I can I I will read off the scores by quarter. After the first quarter, the Chiefs take a 7-3 lead. Then in the second quarter, the Lions are up 20-17. In the third quarter, the Lions continue their lead, going up 30, going up 34-20. And then... Yeah, then the in the fourth quarter, the Chiefs score 17 and the Lions score 10 and the Lions win. Oh. I'm telling you right I'll now. I'll be so happy if that is real. I'm telling you right oh. now, man, that's not happening. Yeah, that, respectfully, that's not that's not happening. Respectfully, that's a no for me, dog. I'd love to see the Lions in the Super Bowl. Oh, I know. But it's not happening. All right, but moving on from that, um, Netflix announces announced a new docu-series that we will have to be doing a review. Oh, God. All of us together. Uh, they're doing a docu-series on the 2022 NFL season featuring Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. No. They I feel like they just had Pat Mahomes in, and they just drew two other names out of a hat. They would need so much Kirk Cousins for me to watch it. You like that. I would need so much of that because none's going to redeem it from Mahomes and Mario is just there because because they got replaced. Like, I feel like they were like, okay, we're going to do Pat Mahomes and Kirk Cousins as our first two and they're like, hmm, who's our third? Be like, Hmm. Here's his hat, and here's his name of the NFL starting quarterbacks. Just draw one out of it. Oh, Marcus Mariota, let's do him. 
it could have very easily been. And the quarterback we choose is Mike White. Ain't gonna lie, that would have been cool to see that. Let's see. Moving on, though. They didn't want to the be Broncos are quarterback, though, where it's like, oh, here's Kirk Cousins. You know, we got Mahomes for the black demographic. Quick, we need another minority. Marcus Mariota. That's literally Perfect, probably what they did because it's Netflix. Well, moving on. The Broncos are in the works of hiring Vance Joseph as their defensive coordinator. My guy so the Chiefs got, are going to win the division again this year. All right, cool. My guy got fired from being the head coach, and now he's going back to be the head, going back to be the defensive coordinator. Cannot, what a life! Cannot live with your own failure. Where'd that lead you to? In an interview with a. <laughs> in an interview with USC's Caleb Williams, uh, he'd said that if he was given a choice in the NFL draft that he would like to go to the Dolphins. Wait, is he also in the draft? <laughs> I didn't mention oh, him in my sick. article, probably for a good reason. Um, the Rams released Bobby Wagner. Come to Indy, Bobby. Come to Indy. Yes. We will build an... We're also talking about a certain team that released a certain quarterback today. We're getting there. The Saints restructured Tyran Matthews' contract the other day, clearing up $4.7 million in cap space. They also cleared up another contract that saved them like $10 million in cap space. I forget who it was, but... Tommy. Uh, Your options at quarterback are Derek Carr or Carson Wentz. I hope you know that. I think I'll take Derek Carr. Between the two. I like dead ass. Like, deadass, if you had to make me choose Derek Carr or Carson Wentz, I'm fucking taking Derek Carr in a heartbeat, my guy. You'll get Carson Wentz, and you'll like it. And you get to suffer. And you will get to suffer through the same shit I witnessed for a season. I swear, not even a full season. Not even a full season. We We released him after, like, seven games. No, we didn't. We had Carson Wentz the full year. No, I'm talking about the fucking Saints sign-in, dumbass. Sadly, the Chiefs have promoted Matt Nagy to offensive coordinator. Yes. (laughs) I don't... Look, listen. I don't know how to to feel about this because I'm like, did they not see what he did in Chicago with Mitchell Trubisky and all that? Granted, I get they had like... I get he had, like, one good year with the Bears, and then everything else went to shit. Two. And two, sorry. But... Nagy is a Super Bowl champion. I swear to God. But apparently, like, I was listening to 610, it's like, Mahomes technically had statistically his... Or Alex Smith, when Matt Nagy was the offensive coordinator, had his statistically best season in the NFL. So, uh, I don't know. He's not going to be actually calling the plays. Like, Andy Reid will have final say, but. Ladies and gentlemen, your new head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Spagnuolo. Do I think, 
Do I think that they're going to, like, you know, regress with Matt Nagy as offensive coordinator? No, because they have fucking Patrick Mahomes. They have Patrick Mahomes, they have Travis Kelsey, they have everyone else from the Super Bowl team. So I don't think they're going to regress. I really don't. I don't. Like, I deadass don't. Tommy really just said, they have Mahomes, they have Kelsey, they have the rest. Go, Mama. I said they're not going to regress. I did. I clearly said they're not going I know, to. I oh, I said, thought you said regress. I said, Tommy went, literally went, yeah, they have Mahomes, they have Kelsey, they have the rest. Basically. <laughs> forgetting everyone else's name. Forgetting Juju's a free right. agent this year. All right. Shall I continue? I'm surprised they resigned. Literally would not. In a statement that the NFL sent to all the teams as of this morning of us recording this, the NFL issued a pre-combine warning that teams that ask draft prospects inappropriate questions could be fined $350,000 and lose draft picks. Good. Now, what constitutes an inappropriate question? Is your mom a stripper? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's your favorite category on the website? Literally, that's one of the questions a, someone from like one of the teams asked the player. I'm not even joking. I'm pretty sure that actually happened. Nice. I thought you were being... What's your mom a stripper? <laughs> so, hang on. I'm running this by you because, you know, I'm imagine, in line to work. The... Imagine an NFL front office person asked like, a college kid... Does your mom have an OnlyFans? Anyway, in my line of work, these are the questions that we ask when we try to hire new people. Uh, have you ever been convicted of any crime? Do you have an outside source of income that uh, is sexually explicit in nature? Does your you or a family member have any outside income that? Exp- ex- uh, sexually explicit in nature and so on and so forth such as do you do drugs drink beyond that you know because you know in my line of work uh you can't really do that and do my job you can't shoot all right them. son so you we're looking for them. specific kinds of players here on this team so um what's your favorite category on the hub <laughs> he leans in real close goes Asian. Asians uh, okay hentai no Tommy and Ben answering that Sir, what are your hand no. size oh your hand size is this you're too small to play quarterback alright but as Tommy had mentioned it uh, just a minute or so ago, the Commanders released quarterback Carson Wentz today, which saves them a total of $26.176 million in salary cap. Now, really, that saved them almost... Tw- I find that hilarious that that saved them $27 million in cap space. And speaking of the Commanders... Uh, the XFL... I'd be looking for some quarterback, Carson. Speaking of uh, quarterbacks and um, the commanders, in Terry McLaurin's four-year NFL career in Washington, I will read you 
the list of all the quarterbacks that he's caught passes from. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to na- try to name some of these off. Taylor Heineke. Ryan Fitzpatrick. He didn't catch a pass from Fitz. Oh, he was really? literally Fitz was literally the starter in Washington or whatever. Carson. Oh shit! Who was there before? Uh, Heineke. Who was their quarterback before? Uh, uh, the one dude that's dead now. The one dude that's dead. Haskins was that his name? Uh. Uh. Dwayne Haskins is dead. Uh. His cousin's still in Washington while he was there. Eh, I give up. Those are the only ones I can think of. All right. We have 201 passes from Taylor Heineke. Goat. 98 from Dwayne Haskins. 52 from Alex Smith. Oh, fuck. I forgot about Smith. That's right, because he got traded for uh, the... I forgot who he got traded for. Uh, money and a cornerback. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. 43 from Carson Wentz. He caught less passes. 41 from Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Sorry, did you, say just, did you say Case fucking Keenum? I did. Sir, we don't talk about that cursed name here. <laughs> This is a safe... 31 season. from Kyle Allen. Seven from Colt McCoy. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, the man with the best name no in the Six from Sam Howell. <laughs> and finally, with four catches... He had four from Garrett Gilbert. Who? Who? I think he's you might remember him uh, as uh, playing in the XFL now. The the guy who was playing for Orlando and was it the AAF or the XFL a few years back? Oh, he played for the oh the Apollo starting quarterback, dude. He was cold as hell in the AAF. The Apollo, yeah, dude. Win that that's title. what I'm saying, dude. The Apollos were gonna win that title. They hey, were. what's he up to nowadays? What is he up to nowadays? I think he was on the Browns for a while. Oh, well, okay, so his career's over. <laughs> Watch him pop up in the yeah, Arena Football those League. Are the... Watch him pop up in the Arena Football League this year. Those are the nine quarterbacks that... Terry McLaurin has caught passes from in his four-year NFL career. And a quarterback for your Baltimore Brigade, Garrett Gilbert. And then, finally, in the world of the NFL, Dolphins cornerback Byron Jones is retiring at the age of 30. Hmm. And to go along with this, he had, uh, from what I saw here on uh, Twitter... The former Cowboys' number one pick says he can no longer run or jump because of injuries sustained playing in the NFL. 
and recommends to other players not to take injections the league offers them. And from him directly on Twitter, much has changed in eight years. Today, I can't run or jump because of my injury sustained playing this, this game. Do not take the pills they give you. Do not take the injections they give you. If you absolutely must, consult an outside doctor to learn the long-term implications. It was an honor and privilege to play in the NFL, but it came at a regrettable cost I did not foresee, in my opinion. No amount of professional success or financial gain is worth avoidable chronic pain and disabilities. Godspeed to the draft class of 2023. All right, then. You got more? Into the world of Major League Baseball. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so we all know that spring training has started last week. Bro, but, the um, Royals have some young fucking studs bro, in the outfield. They are looking very bro. studly. Holy shit. This team... Tommy. I think we lost today, like but otherwise we're looking pretty nice. in the outfield. Prime Royals season right here. Wait, say that again, Tommy? Like, you know how, like, Edward Olivares was scratched from the lineup the other day? I'm like, wow. We're not even, like, two or three games into spring training, and the outfield is already stretched thin. Great. No, dude. When we started, you saw the, some of those plays those younger guys were already making? I think the outfield might oh, be fucking... Is it Tyler's freaking non, non-roster invite Tyler Tolbert putting on a show? Or is it just one of those... Oh shit! Okay, sign him, please. Bro, bro is a bro was a non-roster invite and had a fucking awesome catch in center field and then blasted a three-run home run. Yeah, he's getting he's getting a contract and he's. he's uh, definitely. Uh, you think so? He's going. He's going up to Omaha. He's going to Omaha. Just also, I saw a video of Dozier's of Hunter Dozier's like swing. I don't know what it is, but it looks a lot more compact. I think they've been working with him on it. I think they, I think they have. And I don't fucking like that. What? That they're working on it with him? I, I get that they're working on it, but like, <sighs> we have Bobby at third base, by the way. That's fine. Okay, so that means the infield is. Put him in the outfield. <sighs> no, no, don't put Dozier. Do not put Hunter Dozier in the outfield. Oh, oh my God! Why would you say that, you bastard? Why, Warner? I mean, he could be a he could be DH today. Perez doesn't want to be a DH. I mean, I'd be fine with that. Uh, so hang on. I think we've talked about it. no, we haven't talked about it on the podcast what we want our Royals lineup to be opening day, have we? <laughs> I don't know. We can do that next week. I mean, nah, dude. Trust me, we got plenty of time on this podcast here today. We're already like over halfway through the podcast, and we're not even an hour in. Um. Realistically, for me, I want the Royals lineup to be Bobby at third, Nikki at short, Massey at second, Vinny at first, Prado in left, uh, Edward and Edward in center, and then I don't know who in right man. There's a lot of other good outfielders we got. Tyler Tolbert. No, he's just had Tyler one Tolbert. game. That dude's a stud. Drew Waters maybe. That surprised everyone that day, by the way. Drew, Drew Waters maybe. He he did really good last year. Kyle Isbell's been solid. Nick Lofton. 
Nick Lofton's been really good. Yeah. And then, I mean... Nick locked in. And then, you know, your catcher DH is literally just flip MJ and Salvi, whoever doesn't want to play catcher that day. And then your bench has literally got Dozier, who now is the second oldest on the team. McGill Dozier. Tommy, write that down, write that down, write that down, write that down, write that down right now. What Ben just said. I'm serious. Write that down right now. When we go to a Royals game this year, that's a sign. If I would like to see this. On the past, like, what, year or two, the way Dozier has been at absolute garbage at the plate, if he has an improved year from last year, do you see him being a possible trade candidate? Yes. I was thinking, you know what's funny? When watching that video, I'm like, if he keeps up, like, the way he's been working in spring training with, like, his at-bats and all that, I'm like, he, I feel like he could be a top trade candidate during the, the All-Star break. Now, would it suck that they trade him? I mean, kind of, a little bit. But I just think for Dozier, a change of scenery is much overdue for him. Uh, 100%. So I am currently pulling up the uh, Royals roster right now. So we can kind of go through here. Uh, The current infielders that they have here. Are you ready for this grouping? Uh, of course, of course, they have Dozier, Markel Garcia, Nicky Lopez, who's playing for Team Italy in the World Baseball Classic. Don't forget, Michael, Lopez is Italian. Yeah, totally. Michael Massey, Vinny Pascantino, Nick Prado, Samad Taylor, and Bobby Wood Jr. Really? So, out of those, are we all pretty much in agreement? Bobby third, Nikki short, Massey second. Yeah. Vinny yeah, yes, Vinny yes, first. Yes, 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 absolutely. Ben. Yeah. So. What are we gonna do with Garcia though? I don't know, man. And then here. That's a, the, that actually Ben does bring up like what are we going to do with them? So I just pull up the outfielders. They only have five listed here. Here are the five that are listed. Nate Eaton, which, yeah, Nate needs to be in the big leagues. Diego Hernandez. Ooh. I don't know, 22 years old, signed out of the Dominican Republic. Kyle Isbell, Edward Olivares, and Drew Waters. You could easily put Prado on the left. And then what, it's probably Olivares and Isbell as the other two starters? Probably. And then you have Waters and Eaton as your other rotationals in there. So, what is that? That's three with Dozier on the bench. So then you could have Markel as well. That'd be four on the bench. And then that's your bench group. Because, I mean, the pitchers for the Royals are just... Because, I mean, yeah, Melendez and Salvi are there. They also have Freddie Furman. Don't forget about that. Is he actually going to be on the opening day roster? I doubt it. <laughs> but the open I mean, that's like a, that's like such a pipe. I I feel like I say for Freddie, 
I get it. If they call him up, I say it might who's be around July. If if he gets called up, who's getting sent down? I that's you know Yo mama. Shut up. We're being serious here, Ben. That's I don't know, man. That's the thing. I Is it weird of me to think that after this season Salvi retires? No. I just have that weird feel. I just have He's that 32. weird gut. We're gonna feeling. get another He's ring 32. with Salvi. We're getting another He's ring with Salvi. Yeah, but like he's played catcher for I don't know how long. You know how shit his knees are probably by now. Called up. Yadier Molina. Yeah, he's gonna play as long as Yadi did. <sighs> We're getting another ring with Salvi. If you like it or not, everyone's gonna be babies, and he's gonna be an old man. But it doesn't matter. All right, now for the pitching staff, I'm just going to go through, and you're going to say yeah or nay on the roster. Barlow. Yeah, yay. Ben? Uh, definite yay. Who? Scott Barlow. Scott Barlow. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Bolin. Who? I don't know. Yay, question mark? I'm going to say nay for right now just because I don't know what question he mark? is. Boobie. See, here's the funny thing. We can figure out, you know, the outfield, the infield, you know, and ca- starting catchers and all that. We can Scott Barlow's literally the best guy we Starting have rotation in the bullpen. Right. I mean, I think for the most part, we know who the starting five are going to be. Singer's going to be there. <laughs> Keller's going to be there. Singer, Singer, Grinky. Singer, Grinky, Keller. Um... Zerpa, Zerpa, and honestly, I gotta say Yarborough as well. Really, Yarborough? Yeah. yeah, he's he's a starting pitcher. I can see him being a starter. He, 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 he eats innings. He does eat innings. That's why we got him. Uh, so I mean, if that's gonna be the five, so there's your starting five pitchers. Barlow coming out of the pen. Uh, Stallmount's going to be coming out of the pen. There's two right there. Yep. Uh, I like Stallmount. Lyles, Taylor, Chapman. There's five. Injured. Who? Who's injured? <laughs> Arnoldus Chapman's injured. He'll be there opening day. But that's your five. And then what? You have like maybe Heasley, Lynch, Coar? Yeah. Maybe Clark, and then you still got Castillo, who we got in the trade for, and Amir Garrett and Kuwas and Coleman and we traded Amir Hernandez and Mart, dude, like Colin Snyder, who I like a lot. We also have our oldest Chapman, by the way. I, we already mentioned him. Oh, sorry. Like the Royals. Are well, you mean Tommy? Do you did you mention a uh, busted tooth Chappy? How the hell did he do th- Oh, hold on. Before we talk about any more real stuff, how the fuck did he do that? <laughs> like, explain to me how he did that. Like, with this, you know how, like, a couple years ago, Salvi, you know, basically busted his leg, falling down the stairs? While moving. While moving or something like yeah, that? he was moving. Like, literally days, I think it was like, a week or two before opening day that that happened. No, it was in spring training. 
It was just before spring training. It was true. Yeah. I feel like it was like right around before, wait, a little before opening day. Mm-mm. No, but it was. How the hell does he do this to his like cheek or whatever? Or like it required stitches. I told you. He got punched. Like what is going on? You can see why Yankees fans were always pissed off at this guy. No, Yankees fans are always pissed off at this guy because they're Yankees fans. <laughs> Yankees fans are just pissed because they have to live in New York. <laughs> That's true. And because they have unrealistic expectations. Meanwhile, we're sitting here. But going, still, though, like, how does this? How does this happen? I don't know, man. Uh, okay, so whatever. Honestly, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I just want to get that off my chest because I found that so legitimately confusing. So I know that I just listed off literally all the pictures the Royals have, and people are going to be like, who the fuck also, are these guys? in one of his photos, doesn't he look a little thicker around the cheeks? He does. Who, Chappie? Like, it looks like he gained a few pounds, not going to lie. I mean, it worked for Jabba Chamberlain, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bartolo Colon. Bartolo. But I mean, all those all those guys that I just named off there, most people are going to be like, who the fuck is that? Man, the Royals are a poverty organization. They got no, but dude, I'm sitting here, I'm like, he had a solid year last year. He had a solid year last year. He had a solid year last year. I don't know how long. The Yankees are a poverty organization. When's the last time they won the World Series? Royals won it more recently. Not as long as us. The other, we can also say the same thing about the Cardinals. I say that almost daily. We can say it about the Cardinals, you know, several other franchises. But anyway, you know, people are going to be like, oh, the Royals have no pitching. I'm sitting here, I'm like, bro, he was solid last year. He was solid. We last haven't year. had pitching since like 2016. 17. 17, sorry. But even then, like, I'm still looking at it, I'm like, we got arms there. They're good. It's just, do I think it's the, oh, my God, the Royals have too many good players and nowhere to put them? Eh, I think the Royals have a lot of un- Kind of, they're getting to that point. A little bit, but at the same time. With they're the bull- about ready to get to that point where they have too many good players, can't play them all. <laughs> with the bullpen especially, I'm sitting here, I'm like, and pitching stuff, I'm like, there's a lot of unprovens, or in the case Look, of Amir honest, Garrett, who I just... I don't know what to expect from the bullpen this year. I'm optimistic. Ben, what are you doing? Ben, what are you doing? <laughs> Either I heard a gunshot outside my apartment complex, or someone's shooting off fireworks right now. Or it could be a bad muffler. I, I don't know. I guess we'll find out later if there's sirens or not. <laughs> yep, I'll, I'll keep you updated. Okay. Um, you want me to continue, though? Uh, so, hang on. Again. Now I'm going to put... The oils are looking good. I'm going to put this over-under for you. Over-under, the amount of players the Royals trade this year. I'm putting it at five. Are you taking the over or the under? Ooh, at five? Mm-hmm. We've already traded Aww. a few people. I think we're going to be under that. Mm. Trade four or trade away? Currently that we have traded. Because 
Just look at last year. Or trade to other teams. Yes. Just look at last year. There were I did the rankings list on the website. There were eight fucking trades the Royals made last year. I'm putting over I, under at five. Are you taking the over I, or the under? Because right now I'm just looking at the oh, roster. Oh no, man! Oh, that's such an oh, that's such a oh, that number is just toying with me right now. I'm just looking at the roster right now. I can see Barlow, Chapman, Garrett, Keller, Stomount. Also, Keller. by the way, I know this isn't like part of the podcast, but MLB Shop is having a 65% off site-wide sale if you use code SHORTSTOP. How long does it last? Will it still be around? Uh, we have another 23 hours. Okay, well, it won't be like out 13 when minutes. podcast comes out. Okay. But anyway, I'm looking through it. There's a lot of guys to get you traded. Now, is it as much as last year? Oh, hell no. Like, last year, I'm sitting there, I'm like, he'll get traded, he'll get traded, he'll get traded, he'll get traded. For the most part, they did. But... Do I think Barlow's going to be in a Royals uniform much longer? No. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Is Stomach going to be in a Royals uniform much longer? No. I'm a, so if Ben said under, I'm going to say over five. Uh, Watch it be like six. I'm putting it at... Watch it be like four. I'm going over just because... One of two things are going to happen. The Royals are just going to be completely fucking dog shit this year again. But, like, in the entertaining sense, kind of like what they were last year towards the end of the year, where it was like, yeah, we're going to lose, but damn, is it going to be a fun game to watch. Kansas <laughs> the city moment. <sighs> Literal Kansas also, moment. has Nike, like, announced what teams are going to be the City Connect jerseys this year? Uno momento. Gladstone. Gladstone. Jesus. The Gladstone Gladiators. 2023. Uh... Mm. I take that as a no. Does not look to be as much. Uh, the Phillies so, are no, supposedly have... supposed to have one, which, God, that's going to no, look No, it's longer. just rumor mills right now. It's okay. scary looking, probably. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees. Oh, God, those are going to look fucking horrendous. The Boston, Boston still has one of the worst ones. St. Louis. No. St. Louis and I'm looking still here at the other ones that are rumored. I they made the MLB City Connect uniforms like the the, Braves. the NHL the the NFL color rush unis. Looks like Saints not the best one, by the way. Um, Phillies, Yankees, Cardinals, Braves. So those are the teams that are rumored to be... Those are the only rumored ones I can find. Okay, so those are the ones that are up for... I mean, They still have a decent amount of teams and they haven't done it. Has Cincinnati done one? No, they, they've they only done 14. They need to make a uniform that just says Skyline Chili and call it good. 
Stop chilling. Just, <laughs> just put an apple on the Mets uniforms. There you go. It's an apple. It's a big Barbecue apple. Barbecue on the Royals uniforms. We've already had the Royals unis, remember? And they're, they're glorious. Phone for gas. They're amazing. I'll go get the hat because I love that hat. The logo is amazing. Anyway, Ben, continue your list. All right. Since we went off on a Royals tangent. That's okay. I know. We had to get that out of the way, though. Yes. And I, I, I had Royals, Royals looking impressive Dude. on my list. The Roy- <sighs> Be honest. Hang on. Is there a team that we talk about on here that we have as much passion for than the Royals? No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe me and Bennett's Mizzou's close. That's why I always say we're not. more of a baseball town than a football town. I remember when Mizzou men's the, whenever Mizzou. Tell me I'm wrong. Ball, Tell me I'm wrong. Had a 23 game win streak. That was so amazing. I remember that like it was yesterday. I can't say that, Tommy, because no matter what, the Chiefs will always have good attendance. Are you sure about that? Because you know. This because Kansas City Chiefs fans tried to Photoshop the 2015 parade for the Royals all red, and people caught that. Sir, I will say that for the simple reason. I remember being a Chiefs fan when I was little and hearing in like 2007, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, just before Andy Reid got here, you know, when the team was absolute dog shit getting the first, second, third, fifth picks in the draft and they were still almost near sellouts. Royals ain't doing that with, you know, fucking plus the other thing is football's played once a week, baseball's played every day. So that's yeah. the only reason. Plus, you know, 800,000 people showed up to a parade in November when it was like 80 degrees and we could not have asked for a better day in November. I swear to God, that was the greatest day. That was the greatest day ever. I remember watching on the TV. I remember the next day how brutally cold. I remember I, the temperature just straight just took a nosedive after that. It's because no matter how much Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, any other fan base wants to say, God is a Royals fan. But for that same so, reason, by he the loves way, to test us. So I'm still, <laughs> so I'm still looking at the MLB shop, a Bobby Witt Junior City Connect replica jersey that usually goes for like 160 dollars, like 112. Roll three deep in Bobby Witt Junior City Connect jerseys at St. Louis. Ah, rinky City Connect. Just get beaten up by Battlehawks fans. I don't fans. see that. We might have to go to the teams. We might actually. You might have to actually go to the team store for that one. Anyway, continue, Ben. The average player salary rose fourteen point eight percent to four point two two million last season, the highest average ever and largest increase since two thousand. Is this baseball or? Yes, it is okay. Major League Baseball. I'm sitting here like, wait, what sport is this? The, the salary, average salary is now $4 million. I could see that in the NFL. Manny Machado and the Padres Dude. have agreed to a 11-year, $350 million contract extension. <laughs> there was a, what, you know the, um, what was I going to say? 
you know that scene in Family Guy where Peter like is playing for the Boston Red Sox, and when he bunts the ball, he tries running, and his like muscles are like, I'm gonna have to call complete muscle failure and all that. That's gonna yeah. be them by their like thirties or four, uh, by like their thirties. It's gonna thinking, be. I, mean, I keep seeing the the clip of it all over everywhere, but it's it's the the clip of. Uh, uh, Peter doing crack, and he's like, crack, crack, crack. What the? <laughs> Peter, what are you doing? Crack. <laughs> Rook? Where did Mr. Gorgon go? Making my foods. Gortin. Or as they call me at work, Gordito Crunch. Ah. You don't want to know what the Italians That's call fucking me. hilarious, by the way. You don't want to know what the Italians call me. So, just continue the podcast. Alright. But as I mentioned um, earlier, spring training had just started. But um, during the 2022 MLB season, the average time of a nine-inning game was three hours and three minutes. Uh, the first two spring training games that took place this spring training took place using the pitch clock for the first time ever, and those two games averaged two hours and 31 minutes. And then finally, I would uh, like to say how um, I'm not really understanding or liking the new uh, – Clock violation stuff? Personally, I don't understand the rule, how it works, but how they're implementing it to have games that are just quicker, I kind of like it. I saw a thing that they, they called a, a batter clock violation, and it was like bottom of the ninth in whatever the spring training game one, spring training game was with bases loaded, and because of the violation, the guy struck out and the game ended in a tie. I think it was for the Braves. Get rid of the Ghost Runner. See, I'm see, I'm fall all for certain rule changes in the MLB, but just it's the the one thing that just like is the biggest pet peeve is the stupid fucking Ghost Runner. That's like the one heart I have with it, that, and that's the only thing. And I, I'm pretty sure like everyone that is a baseball fan can agree that the Ghost Runner thing is complete fucking shit. Yeah. But then I also saw with this clock violation stuff today. It was so weird. I forgot what team it was. But um, apparently the pitcher and the batter both caused a clock violation. And so the dude literally started his at-bat one and one. Because the pitcher caused a violation, so that gave a ball. And then since the player caused a violation... It gave him a strike, so he he started his at bat one one and one, without even taking a swing yet. And I was just like, "Huh?" And now, and now we're uh, yeah, jumping. Or Tommy, I personally like the change, like with this pitch clock thing. 
But it's, it's, the Ghost Runner, no, still not a fan of it. Now into the world of NHL. Uh, the other day, <clears throat> Linus Olmark became the first. Let's see, Bruins, correct? Bruins, yes. It became the first Bruins goaltender to score a goal in Bruins history for a, a goalie goal. That's right, a fucking goalie goal, boys. Goalie goal. It's just funny because the other goal was completely like empty. Nobody was on the other side of the. Of yeah, it's the, called an empty ring. net. Yeah, but uh, he literally just slapped that sucker all the way across and went straight in uncontested. Am I the only one that understands it's, rules of hockey here? Tommy? Probably. I, do you know, no, I don't do you know really why a team the rules has of an empty net? I forget why. You pull your goaltender when you're down so you can have a sixth attacker on the ice. And now for all the trades that surprisingly all include the Blackhawks. And some that include the Preds. <laughs> <laughs> that from stuff that I got notifications on, the Blackhawks acquired Nikita Zaitsev, two picks of 2023 second and the 2026 fourth from the Senators for future considerations. The Ducks send sent uh, forward Hunter Drew to the Blackhawks for forward Josiah Salvin. The Avalanche reacquired defensive man Jack Johnson back from the Blackhawks in exchange for Andreas England. And the Leafs acquired defensive man Jake McCabe and forward Sam Lafferty from the Blackhawks for two prospects and two draft picks. Fire sale, sell everything. Patrick Kane to the except, Rangers. Patrick Kane to the Rangers. <laughs> except the two guys that have been on the team basically the longest at this point. They did sit out Patrick Kane, though, for this upcoming game, so something might be happening. He's going to the Rangers. He's going to be a New York Ranger. The Rangers fans are already buying Patrick Kane jerseys. Yeah. And now into the world of soccer for a brief moment. I think tonight was the, the first game of the MLS season, maybe, or for Sporting Kansas City, at least. And they lost 1-0 to Portland. It's going to be another one of those years, boys. Yep. Now into the world of golf. The USGA launched the... A national development program, the country's first unified pathway to develop the best junior golfers. Tommy, your thoughts? Tommy's giving up. Yes. And then, Chris Kirk defeated Eric Cole in the Honda Classic to earn his first PGA Tour victory since 2015. Mr. Haley, please explain. Wait, can you elaborate? Can you say that again? Chris Kirk defeated Eric Cole in the Honda Classic to earn his first PGA Tour victory since 2015. I mean, that's pretty much self-explanatory. Shout out to him for getting a win. Big W's in the chat. Big dubs. And now, I'd just like to say this because it's kind of funny, but uh, 
over in the world of the NBA basketball. Brock might like to hear this, but the NBA All-Star Game was the lowest rated and least watched edition of the game in, in NBA history. Good. The Good. Rating, the ratings declined 29% and viewership 27% from last year's I think NBA I All-Star Game. I think I didn't watch because I think I had to work that day. The record you must low have didn't. You're lucky. Today. I would have watched paint dry. Tommy, you're lucky because I unfortunately had to watch this game because it was on at work. And let me tell you, the record it's absolute dog shit how the NBA does this All Star game. They had like performances like after every quarter from hey, people I've never heard All-Star of. Game was bad? Oh, boy. The NHL All Star game is miles better than the MLB or the NBA. The record, the record low audience places. The NBA All-Star Game, well behind this year's NFL Pro Bowl, and this year's declines are the steepest for the NBA All-Star Game since 2000. But on a lighter note, uh, the Sacramento Kings beat the Los Angeles Clippers 176 to 175 in the second highest scoring NBA game ever. Hold up, Ben. Hold up. You also forgot something. A white boy won the dunk contest. I think I mentioned it last week, but uh, yes, a white boy did win dunk contest during Black History Month. Does Moving that mean we on. can jump now? <laughs> Moving on. Can we jump now? Is that a thing? I still can't, but I mean, he can. The Lakers completed a 27-point comeback against the Mavericks the other day. The largest comeback for the Lakers since 2002. Oh, my God. And it cost him LeBron James because he's out with a foot injury for, like, several weeks now. Yes. Quinn Snyder agreed on a five-year deal to become the new Atlanta Hawks head coach. Damian Lillard scored 71 points in in the W the other day, posting the NBA's 8-70-point game. Quinn Snyder was was a former Tiger, bud. He's a true son. You know what's funny about the Damian Lillard dropping 71 points? Mm. Yeah. He was immediately drug tested after the game. Yeah. And tested positive for having that dog in him. And then the Milwaukee Bucks co-owner Mark Lassery sold his portion of the franchise to Cleveland Brown owners Jimmy and D. Haslam for $3.5 billion. Well, you had a good run, Milwaukee. It's all over now. Prepare for perpetual. Yeah. Congratulations, you're going to be the new Cleveland team. I will never ever win the championship again. Now into the the XFL. I know you guys will probably want to talk a little bit more about this, but um, I'm happy for AJ McCarron. See, because I think I I found this quote from The Rock the other day. But um, From the this is The Rock talking From about the AJ the Rock. The Rock? But, is um, that who you said you got it from? Yes. It doesn't matter Rock. who you got it from. I know. But um, The Rock said that AJ McCarron uh, took less money signing with the XFL over the NFL because he, he wanted his little boys to see him play. Now he's 2-0 and led his team to back-to-back exciting last-minute wins. 
I'd say he's creating some memories for his boys, and AJ's decision means a lot to me personally. Yeah, we'll talk about that Battlehawks Sea Dragons game here in a second. Because I got to watch it. I didn't it. get to see any of it. I never I had the chance to. to watch it. I got to, and gentlemen, I have some thoughts. I saw we had a kick to win it, but. <laughs> Continue. I'll talk about the Battlehawks Sea Dragons game in the XFL segment. Ben Denucci lost. Continue, Ben. Our Ben. The okay. good Ben. The correct Ben. Not Ben Denucci. Fake Ben. Alright. Ben now in the world of wrestling slash boxing. Put white boy. Go to the Wrestling? Huh? What? Vince McMahon reportedly wants to sell oh. the WWE for $9 billion and not even... The Saudi Arabians want to buy it for that much. And we now go to our wrestling correspondent, Tommy Haley, for this reaction. <sighs> this is not fucking surprising from Vince McMahon. $9 billion. I heard something about, apparently some, is it the, the AEW? That was just a rumor that was never ended up being, like, true. Okay. Although, like, seriously, though, if they actually ended up buying WWE, that would have been fucking hilarious. Please internet wrestling community would have been in... The internet wrestling community would have been in shambles if that actually happened. Would it have been? Or would it have finally been united? Uh, no. It would have been even more divided as it is. Lovely. Explain to those at home that don't know wrestling. Because, I mean, we're getting Ben into it here. Ben is just having an entrance level. You don't know. Explain. AEW people and WWE people mix together like oil and water. They do not agree and do not see eye to eye with each other. And then there's me, who hates both of them. Or both of them hate me. That's equal for you. Yeah, they You do. hate them and they hate you. I don't hate them. It's just they seem to hate me for whatever reason. I'm sorry. Tell a story in your matches. I don't want to see flips. I want to see, like, nine-second, or, you know, nine-minute wrestles. Oh, okay. It's called telling a story, All right, What was that? I said it's called telling a story, Junior. Uh, but then the other portion of this wrestling slash boxing... Tommy Fury handed Jake Paul his first defeat of his boxing career with a split decision victory after eight rounds. Oh my god, who the hell cares? In unrelated news, it is now confirmed Jake Paul will be joining his brother Logan in WWE as a tag team called It's Everyday Bros. Shut your fucking fucking mouth. This would be my general reaction if that were to actually happen, and then win the tag titles. Damn it! What the hell? Peter falling down the stairs. Oh. That would be Tommy's reaction if the Paul brothers were a tag team and won tag titles. Interesting. Ben would watch. Ben... And now college stuff. It's basically just basketball at this point. Boom. Um, hey. 
Talk about the parrots. Huh? Talk about the parrots at the UCF game. Oh. Coco beware somewhere, bro. Oh my god. Yeah. Of course, don't yeah. Like rest Only you first. would get that joke. Only you would get that joke. Ben, I'm not explaining that. Okay. Look but, up Coco uh, Beware right now, Ben. Look up what? Coco look Beware. Look up the name Coco Beware. Why did I, I type in Coco and then it says Coco the gor- Coco Vapors, Coco the Gorilla, Coco Vape. Coco the Gorilla? And then Coco Beware. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. WWE Hall of Famer Coco Beware. He came out with a bird, a parrot. From Union City, Tennessee, 64 years old. Coco was a female Western lowland gorilla. Coco was born in San Francisco, Duke, and lived most of her life in the Gorilla Foundation's preserve in Santa Cruz. I don't know. Some fancy yeah, gorilla that learned that how to read. Was part of the WWE. <laughs> Wait, what? What did you just say? Kamala Harris was. No one told me Kamala Harris was part of the WWE. Wrong. That's not. That's no. That's uh. Tommy, I think we found out what next uh, week's exposure to wrestling is going to be for him. That's uh, that's completely giant. different. The Ugandan giant. <laughs> what was his name, Tommy? The Ugandan warrior? Giant. It was the Ugandan giant, Kamala. James Arthur Harris. Father of? Tommy? He wrestled barefoot, clad only in a loincloth, his face painted with war paint, and two stars and a moon painted on his torso. Tommy, who's he the father of? Oh, God. You're... Fuck, why are you fucking putting me on the spot? Because it should be in the bio. Best of what, Tommy? I forgot. Are you Yo, we gonna listen to uh, the best of Kamala Volume One, uh, the song "Booty Girl" that's five minutes and forty-seven seconds long. No. <laughs> what the heck? Next segment. All right. Um. In the world of college sports, Boston College drubbed number six Virginia. <laughs> Old Miss fired their men's basketball coach, Kermit Davis, after a 74-79 record in five seasons, a.k.a. sounds like a, a Jeff Fisher moment of college basketball. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, I'm that, eating here. You can't make that, those jokes while I'm eating. Oh, that is, oh, that's so, oh, wow. Am I wrong? I mean... <sighs> Uh, Arizona State hit a three-pointer from beyond half-court to stun number seven, Arizona. Florida rallied from 25 down to stun number 13, Miami. North Carolina beat number six, Virginia. Florida State. 
Florida. Florida State. played a non. Yeah, I was gonna say state. That's what say. Florida played a non-con this late in the year. Florida State. Number seventeen, Indiana beat number five, Purdue. <laughs> yeah, they sweep. They did the season sweep. And then in women's basketball. Number six, Iowa, stunned number two, Indiana. And then also from my uh, my fellow uh, tuba cor- my fellow tuba correspondents over at LSU informed me today that um, LSU was hacked today. Hmm. I wonder why. I wonder why certain someone wanted to see a certain something. Uh, according to the LSU IT Services page, uh, it said they said that the ITs are aware of an ongoing issue impacting numerous systems and applications, including campus network access. We are looking into the issue and will provide more information as it becomes available. We have determined there is an ongoing DNS issue on campus. Although users may experience sporadic connectivity, multiple services and apps, including campus network accesses, are still impacted. We are working with the vendor to resolve the issue and will update as we know more. And from uh, my LSU correspondent friends, they told me that they think that it is most likely... Uh, let me see... That uh, the upper management is currently sweeping it under the rug because they don't want it to get out everywhere. And that, um, let's see, um, that they said that it's most likely the hackers are trying to get access to or already have access to every student's info and probably their bank account numbers. And so, they can see just how much, how little money all the college students already have to begin with. And that they said that they would be willing to, to join the hacker and show them just how little money they have um, in their bank accounts. And then uh, my friend from uh, Mississippi State said, um, it's okay, it's probably just Coach O needing some spending money for Panama City. <coughs> and then my friend uh brady over at alabama said that uh he was probably just getting some more money into his account so he he could uh pay some more co-eds uh no comment (laughs) that's a joke that's a joke it's a joke it's a joke everybody but um, other than that, that is my list besides my three things. And uh, my, besides my three things and my MIP stuff. Oh, shit. We haven't done MIPs yet. Okay, it's now time for MIP. <laughs> Tommy. Most impressive? Obviously, Disney, because they're bringing back the Mandalorian this week. Shocker. Ben. Most idiotic. I'll just go ahead and do my most idiotic. People who still think that fucking dress is white and gold. Well, we could have guessed that much from you. Ben. Well, uh, my most impressive are the Sacramento Kings. 
because this is the first time in 17 years that they are 10 games over 500. What? Crazy. I don't even think they've had a national televised game either. Yeah. And then, um... When? Last week. For the idiots, uh, there's two. There's one main one, but there's another little small one that I was just wanting to say. But uh, the the little small one goes to uh, Florida because Florida is set to ban dogs from sticking their heads out of car windows. Oh, boo. That would be so stupid. What? Thank you, Ron DeSantis. And then... um, Hey, hey. We don't... Come on. That's a stupid fucking thing he would do. Really? Come on. That come on. <laughs> and then uh my main idiot for the week is uh Spain with them uh thinking about uh making bestiality legal. Ooh yeah, okay. God damn. Yeah. Not good. Brock, you're um most impressive and idiot of the week. Uh, my most impressive is, uh, well, how do I put this lightly? The truth coming out, I guess. Uh, basically, the government said they're pretty sure COVID came from a lab leak. Mm, I mean, they already confirmed that? that today. Yeah, but this was officially confirmed that a while back. No, that was rumor and innuendo. Now it's been confirmed. Thank you for just fully admitting. Are you sure? I yeah. feel like they've confirmed that about like a year ago. No, White House confirmed it today. Th- thanks. Well, for- so I guess the Republican, I guess all those MAGA people are mad at Fauci then? I think all the MAGA people now feel I'll vindicated. I'll take that as a yes. I think all the MAGA people now feel vindicated. Uh, my most idiotic was something else, but now i got to agree with Ben on that Spain thing. <clears throat> Uh, my most idiotic was going to be the Vegas Vipers. Oh. Have you seen their stadium, Mr. Haley? And their stadium setup for the Vegas Vipers Wait, of the XFL. The Vegas Vipers stadium setup. Ben, please just find as many. The Chargers, when they were in that soccer stadium, was much better than what Vegas is in right now. Where did the Vegas Vipers play? Fans slam XFL team's home stadium as, in quotation, literal dump. Well, what you need is the pictures from the game itself because... Well, I mean, they've been... The West Coast has been downpoured in rain, and Mother Nature decided to get them ready for Big Ten weather. And decided to snow in Pasadena. Oh, oh no, Tommy! That's that's not why they're mad. Unfortunately, well, I... the Cashman Field seating is still configured like a baseball diamond. All the seats are on one end, along what used to be the third base, home plate, and first base. None in the other end, the former outfield wall. That's why there's only about ten thousand seats. The end zone, send one of the end zones they were going into, Tommy. Was literally the uh, home run, the like the warning track in the wall. Wow. Okay. So you see, I said, uh, yeah. So Ben thankfully has put a little image here of uh, the stadium here. 
So you see where the away bench is in the outfield there? Tommy? Tommy. Go to go to general. Oh fuck! So you see the where the outfield is at? there? That's where they play. The hell, the hell am I looking at? That is the stadium they play at. I found the official uh, news broadcasting scaffolding of the Vegas Vipers stadium. Oh, Put that in general. Oh my god! That was their press box, sir. Yeah, that's the press box. <laughs> That, so that is why the Vipers are my... MLB oh, the what the heck? I it, found a picture from the game, Brock. Oh, there are plenty of pictures from the game. Just none of them are great. Yeah, that's what they were going into. That was one of the end zones. Ew. Oh, what the heck? I have a better picture. It's genuinely the most disgusting disgusting field setup i've ever seen for a stadium yeah there you go there's the full field right there tommy uh, that looks so bad yeah so i had a conversation with one of my bosses at work yesterday because he's a pretty big football fan he's not completely sold on the xfl or the usfl yet and I was talking with. Well, I mean, what do you mean, Tommy? To be fair, I mean, look at how it was the first time around with the XFL coming out the first time. They got killed by COVID. Because they had what? the crowds. The XFL got killed by COVID. They were doing great those, you know, that time before, but. I don't know. I we're just only two weeks in, so I mean, everyone hasn't really ga- everyone gauges it really differently. Thankfully, as I was talking to my boss, I said if the USFL and the XFL were to merge and weave some of these teams together, they may do better. Yeah, like keep New Jersey, keep Birmingham. God, stop showing how pathetic this field has been. It makes me want to throw up looking at that picture. It's just so terrible. Anyway, let's get right into the XFL because uh, we're finally starting to see where the uh, all these teams the stack ranking up. Are. Yeah, we finally get to see where all these teams stack up. We'll save the glory of the Battle Hawks for last. Oh, are we gonna um, agree that our idiot of the week is Spain? Yeah. Yes. Yes, very much so. And impressive, are we going to go with... We're going to go with uh, the government for doing something good, the Sacramento Kings, or Disney? I'm, I'm leaning towards, you know, mine, but, you know, what do I know? I'm leaning towards Sacramento. Let's do Sacramento. We'll, we'll go with that Fine. one. Fine, let's speak. never give the government any credit. God. <laughs> Good. Yeah, they fucking take my money. I don't care who the IRS sends. I am not paying my taxes. No. I don't care who the IRS sends. I'm not paying my taxes. 
Speaking of, have you boys done your taxes yet? Beautifully hot woman. Slaying store on her. Gentlemen, I have. Have you done your taxes yet, gentlemen? Yes. Um, got a file. I'm about ready to file them sometime this week. Sir, I don't want to have to bust into your house and shoot your dog. You work at a correctional facility. No, I don't. No, I don't. Shut up. IRS. No, I don't. We all know that's not where I work, sir. It's been proven. Somebody you work in a prison. To... No, I don't. You... So remember, somebody tried to fucking uh, dox me. You work and at a prison. You work at a prison. No, remember I shot down that fucking balloon over Carolina. No, you work in a fucking prison, you liar. No, I don't, sir. I'm playing game You work in a prison. American F-22. <laughs> I, I don't even fly the F-22. I fueled it up. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm literally that grunt on the ground. I work at... Brock literally destroyed the balloon with a Molotov. <laughs> oh, I Jesus. Mean. That'd be a hell of a throw. Yeah, oh, God. What are you doing, Tommy? Oh, no. Yo, is that the Hunter Hunter blanket? Is that the is that the Hunter Biden special? Ooh! <laughs> what do you got in your hand there, Brock? Uh, chicken and a biscuit. Oh. Love these. I'm addicted to these. I'm addicted to Cheez-Its. Hang on, let me get my other addiction out. My brisk pink lemonade. In your lemon heads. Oh, Tommy, I don't know if you heard me or not, but is that a Hunter Hunter blanket you have on your bed or no? No, that's just some random ass blanket with like on it or whatever. Oh, by the way, I bought this this like pillow called uh Marlow. Like these Marlow pillows I keep seeing all the time. I've never heard of this. It's like this, like, pillow that you can, like, you know, zip and unzip for, like, you know, firmness or softness. Holy fuck. This pillow is awesome. I bought a pillow yesterday. Like, just a straight-up pillow. You know the the Ollie's discount place over there by Costco? Off of, like, 169 and all that? Yeah. You yeah. know so my pillows there. How do I know that? And one day I was bored and went in there and I saw a bunch of them. They sell my pillows that support Trump? Yes, I'm not. I am dead serious when I'm saying this. That support Trump? I have no idea. Anyway. Uh, Let's talk about that Vegas DC game, shall we? Sure. So the defenders end up winning 18 to 6. Yep. DC is one of two, or my bad, three XFL teams that are now 2-0 on the year. Vegas just looks like they're going to be putrid shit. Dog water. Yeah, they're going to be putrid shit this year. Martavis Bryant moment. Um, You guys didn't watch any of these games, did you? No. No, I didn't really... Kind of forgot. How'd you forget? Was there a week two? Uh, Good. There we go. Battlehawks and Chiefs legend Jordan Tayamu for the defenders head. Went uh, 11 for 23, 93 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. 
Uh, all the touchdowns came on the ground for DC. Nice. As, uh, it was Abram Smith and Derek King. Uh, no receiving touchdowns. Well, I'm pretty sure I, I guessed all four teams correctly to win. You may have. And I think I did as well. But uh, it was it was a bland game. Overall, DC wins. They're two and zero on the year, leading the South Division. Let's go. Uh, San Antonio and Orlando ended up playing. Orlando actually had a decent amount of people at Camping World Stadium. Like I'm not gonna lie. Isn't that where they used to have the Pro Bowl? Yes. Uh, Jack Cohen for the Brahmas, 16 for 24, 165 passing yards, three touchdowns. Uh, John Hillman had a rushing touchdown for the Brahmas as well. Elise Mack, Jalen Tolliver, and Dion Yelder all caught touchdowns for the Brahmas. For the Guardians, Paxton Lynch got to play a little bit. Yay. Whoa! He had uh, he was nine for nineteen, seventy nine yards, one touchdown. DeAndre Francis also played for the Gar- Guardians. Excuse me, six for thirteen, eight yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. Six for thirteen, eight yards. Yeah. Cody Latimer and Eli Rogers caught touchdowns for the Guardians. As the Brahmas, you said won. Cody Latimer. Let's yes. go. As the Brahmas ended up winning thirty to twelve, the battle for Texas was won by Houston. As the Roughnecks ended up pulling off the win, twenty-three to fourteen. The Roughnecks are now two and zero on the year. Renegades are now tied with the Brahmas for one and one on the year. Drew Plitt for the Renegades, fifteen or twenty-nine, one hundred and twenty yards, two touchdowns. One interception, no rushing touchdowns for the Renegades. Nathan Becker and... Oh, I don't want to mess this name up. Luan Winningham caught the touchdowns for the Renegades. As for the Roughnecks, uh, technically there was a second quarterback who came in for them, but only one played. It was Brendan Silvers, 14 of 28, 173 yards, two touchdowns. Max Borgi had another rushing touchdown as well, as those that caught the touchdowns for the Roughnecks were Cedric Bird and Nick Hawley. So, there you go. Those are the games that I didn't watch, but gentlemen, it's now time to talk about the game that I did watch. Well, yeah, because I was, I was driving home Thursday night after my concert to be home for the weekend. Gentlemen, so that's why we're playing. Gentlemen, I witnessed the St. Louis Battlehawks travel up to Seattle on a short week. They only had two days off. A.J. McCarron said they were in St. Louis for a day and a half before they had to fly back, or they had to fly out to Seattle when they got back home from uh, San Antonio last week. This team has heart, <laughs> dude. They have heart. 
They had to be so exhausted from like, being in St. Louis for like a day and a half, and traveling all the way to the West Coast. They went from San Antonio to St. Louis back to Seattle in the span of four days. I will start Crazy. with the, uh, the losing team, the Dragons here. Ben DiNucci. Everyone make your Italian noises now. Ben DiNucci. Now, here's a guy. Here's a guy I'd like to sit down. Now, here's a guy, Ben DiNucci. 19 for 29, 196 passing yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He also had eight carries for 38 yards on the ground. For the Sea Dragons, Morgan Ellison led the Sea Dragons with 50 yards on 10 carries. Jacor Pearson led the Sea Dragons through the air, receiving-wise. Four receptions, 78 yards, one touchdown. The other touchdown was caught by Jordan Vissi. Uh, Josh Gordon, one reception, 33 yards. But what killed the Sea Dragons on this day was the three fumbles that were lost. One by Morgan Ellison, one by Jacor Pearson, and one by Ben DiNucci. And our man, the man, dude, he's got to have the biggest cock in the XFL right now. <laughs> Dear God, AJ McCarron, 22 for 36, 148 yards. His wife yards. must be so happy. 148 yards, one touchdown. He also had a rushing touchdown as well. Led the Battle Hawks in, on rushing yards. Five carries, 41 yards, 8.2 yards a carry. Brady Cook moment. He threw his touchdown pass to Hakeem Butler, who also led the team in receiving yards. Four receptions, 61 yards. Hakeem Butler's looking good. Him and Austin Perel are my two favorites on the uh, offense. But we got to talk about the big boys up front. Kevin Atkins. We just need the... Kevin Atkins. This man had two fumble recoveries. And LaCale London had two forced fumbles. Trying to find the sacks. Hang on. Uh, There were no sacks by the uh, Battlehawks, however. No interceptions. But, dude. We just need the Battlehawks to sign Marcus Lucas. He's too old. No. He's too old. Hang on, who's a a more recent one that could sign from Mizzou? Uh... Doriel Green Beckham? No, he came in at the same time, pretty much. Um, oh, God, who's the one that Drew Locke always threw to? Emmanuel Hall. They need to sign Emmanuel Hall. Did that guy wear number, like, 84 or something? Mm-hmm. Wow, I actually remember that. Interesting. He was, dude, he was good. You had to remember, that was Drew Locke's fucking record year that... He threw the most, you know, 
touch single season yeah. touchdown passes in the SEC, and then Joe Burrow broke it the very next year. Yep. But we're, for one year, Mizzou fans were allowed to be happy and swing our dicks Never around again. that we had the best quarterback in SEC history, and then... Never again. Yeah. Now we can say we had the second best. But the Battlehawks, of course, won on a walk-off field goal by Hagerman. Uh, by the way, he was two for four in this game. Oh. He missed one from 39 yards and one from 50-something as well. So. That was weird. Anyways. Whoa. Everything good? Yeah, I think so. Huh? Anyway. Okay, we're, I, you're good now. So, Battlehawks win 20 to 18. They're undefeated on the year. They join the Defenders and the Roughnecks as the only undefeated teams in the XFL this year. Gentlemen, it is now time for our tier ranking list. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Let me, I'm going to refresh Discord. That way it doesn't crash on me during this. Okay. Tommy, are you there? Yes, I'm back. All right, gentlemen, in front of you. I just had to refresh. I just had to make sure to refresh Discord. That way it wouldn't uh, glitch out on me. Gentlemen, in front of you are the XFL uniforms that are currently being worn. So we will start first. So I will zoom in here for you real quick so you can actually see these a little bit better. Oh, wrong way. There we go. There we are. We'll oh, I thought we were doing like the team by like stand where they were in the standings, not by uniforms. Uniforms, baby. We're getting started with the away Arlington Renegades jersey. I will dare say that- this looks like a very futuristic uh, Houston Oilers jersey. Like, if the Oilers were still around today, I could see them wearing that. I guess cyberpunk Houston Oilers. Where are we thinking? I think they're all right. Yeah, they're 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 all right. Well, come on, guys. You know, there's mid family friendly. <laughs> Scuff Goldberg kid. Mid. Hmm. Let's go and base. I'd say mid or above. I'd say mid. Mid. Okay. Mid. Now, time for the Arlington Renegades home jerseys. These ones are better than the other one. So we think it a Tommy hmm? Oh. Hmm. Okay. Up next, DC Defenders away jerseys. Which ones are these? They're away or home jerseys? Uh, it is the white away jersey. I'm looking at the the away and the home one, and I'm honestly just getting like 
Nebraska color vibes, but um, 49ers font. You know, he's not, you know, you're not wrong, Ben. He's not. It's Nebraska colors, but 49ers font. I, I kind of like him. I do, too. Not as much like, as I don't, I don't see either of these being bad. So where are we putting them? I'll put them in scuff. Whoa. The defenders? Compared to the Arlington ones? No, I'll put them a little higher. So where do you think? Put, put, the, all, put the all red one in or above. But the white one, I would say is mid or above. Okay, I'm fine with that. Up next, the Houston Roughnecks jerseys. Now, their helmets are what make this uniform amazing. Because their helmet is in the style of the Texas flag. Wait, is this... Is this wait, the Roughnecks are the ones with the god-awful helmet-uniform combo? What? What are you talking about? These are amazing. Which team is it that their uniform is literally like a nightmare to look at? Um, I mean, Orlando's is talking? pretty bad, but... No, 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 no. Are you calling the Roughnecks jerseys combo and uniforms horrible? Tell me where you thinking. I don't know. He's not awake. He's just waiting for the next segment. I'd seen, I think I'd seen this somewhere on social media. I've seen it somewhere, but like, just try, just trying to watch the Roughnecks play in their like home unis or whatever is awful. Because the helmet and the, the the jersey is just weird. Trying to look at it's I really weird. It. I don't I love like it. them. I love them so. Where are we thinking, gentlemen? Let's start. Let's start with the away white. Where are we thinking? Because I'll admit, the I don't away. know. I don't know. I really Man. don't know where to put these. Cause I just don't. I just don't know how to feel about these uniforms. Because I'll admit, the white ones are not as good as the home jerseys. I mean, they're both okay. It was someone from Barstool that was saying that the, the way the helmet coloration design is done and how the jerseys are set up is, like, really bad. Well, they're wrong because they're amazing, so. I don't know. I just think they're okay. They admit it is. That's fine. Both of them are... Or what? Sure, why not? Okay. Up next, the Vegas Vipers. I think the Vipers white one is kind of scuffed. I think both of them are just kind of okay. Both, yeah, both of them are just okay. Yeah. 
But Ben's saying the white one's scuffed. Okay, that's fine. We'll put it in scuffed. Goldberg kid. Uh, what I just know I don't, I don't like the font. The thing about, like, the black, because that's a black jersey, right? Mm-hmm. I think the black jersey would have been better if they didn't go with that font. Okay. So you think that one's scuffed as well? Yeah, but I mean. I'm fine with that. Okay. Orlando Guardians. The white one is not bad. The home one is god-awful. Yes, I agree. I'm willing to say, I'm willing to put the home or the away jersey wherever you want. But the home jersey... I'm okay with the, 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 the away going in in mid, but the home one is bad. So are you saying... That's the home, yeah, the home one, I'm fine with their away. Uh, the home one... Mm-mm. I think that the I think the home one would be out of everything that home one would be our MIP for this one. Okay, I'm fine with that. The Brahma's away, which is literally just gold. It looks like West Virginia's uniforms. Yeah, I was gonna say these look like West Virginia's uniforms. I also don't like that it's not either white or a color that is you know, not a dark or something that you would consider a home uni. Yeah, I don't like how it's the same color as home unis are. I don't like that. Also, yeah. their home uniforms kind of look like, uh, you know, uh, no, I just don't like them. I like their home uniforms better than their ways. You should like West Virginia. And I like the West Virginia unis, so. Yeah, but. Uh, I I'm going to be honest, I think that the gold one is something that would be sold at Jerry Sandusky. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. The homes, though, uh, it's a hmm for me. It's definitely not scuffed. It's not scuffed and it's not mid. It's no. better than all the other mid ones. I mean, yeah, better. it looks yeah, better. better than all those. So, The Seattle Sea Dragons. Now these ones, the Denver Broncos. Well, no, I'm, I because does doesn't Miami have a gold or why did I say gold? Doesn't Miami have an orange uniform? I, no, Chicago does. But I look at these and I think Denver. No, like I'm I'm trying to think of a college football team that has a gold or an a college football team that has that orange uniform color. Syracuse, Illinois. Clemson, uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech. I don't know. I'm thinking. I keep thinking of Florida for some reason. Florida, but does I don't know. But they don't wear it. In my opinion, the white one's better. This is literally like it's literally Cincinnati Bearcats number font on this jersey. In Denver Broncos style uniforms. Yeah. Um. The white one looks better than the home one does. Okay. In my I'd opinion. be fine with putting the white one in mid and then the that the home one in scuffed. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, this is base god because it's fucking gray, <laughs> as in a way. Yeah, it's just better. It's just better than all the other ones. That Personally, is- I, I was thinking the gray would be a, a less go, and then that blue okay. one that that's base god. I could see that, yeah. 
You okay with that, Tommy? I don't know. Yes. Right. I, I would buy that blue one for sure. Oh, when we're in St. Louis, we will be buying it. Good, sir. Oh, man. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, that is the rankings for the XFL uniforms. Base God is the St. Louis Battlehawks blue. The Let's Go is the St. Louis Battlehawks away. Tommy this is not a based tier list at all. Yeah, not biased at all. Yeah. Tommy, the, <laughs> what is in the hmm tier? What's in the hmm tier? I just see a great... Oh, wait. Is that the... I see, I don't know what's going on with my screen, but it keeps going in and out. Hmm. Okay. I can't really see it. Okay. Like it'll be Let's see. That is uh, Roughnecks. No, no, mid. Oh, no. That's, re- that's Renegades. Mm-hmm. That's Renegades. What? Renegades what? Houston Renegades. Or Arlington Renegades. I'm talking about what jersey. They're home or away. That's home. No, that's away. That's no, away. That's home. Okay. Houston Renegades. Arlington. Away. Arlington, Arling, 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 ugh, Arlington Renegades away. No, oh my God, DC I got Defenders it. Never mind. Home. Never, mind. Never mind. And I've got this, Ben. Orlando uh, hmm. Guardians. No, oh Jesus. <laughs> I, I can't do this. Hmm, is the Arlington Renegades home jersey, DC Defenders home jersey, and the San Antonio San Antonio Brahmas home oh. jersey. The mids are the Arlington Renegades. Away, DC Defenders away, both Houston Roughnecks jerseys, Guardians away, and Sea Dragons away, Scuff Goldberg Kid, both sets of the Vegas Vipers jerseys, and the Seattle Home jersey. The jersey being sold at Jerry Sandusky, family friendly American insurance, Jerry Sandusky Memorial Field is the San Antonio Brahmas away jersey, and the most idiotic jersey goes to the Orlando Guardians Home jersey. That looks so bad. Ben, it's now time for your three things before we uh, dive into some wrestling for you to be accustomed to. And while you do that, I will go to the bathroom. All right, well, you might actually, hopefully you'll be able to hear me because these are pretty interesting. I'll attempt to. Let's see. Okay. Here we go. So, for my three things of the week, Tommy, you might be interested in this as well. Uh-huh. But, number one on my list of three things, for the second year in a row, Wisconsin is the drunkest state in the United States. And it was found that 25.2% of Wisconsin adults drink heavily, 6% more than the national average. Uh, do you know hell? which do you know which states took second, third, fourth and fifth, Tommy? Uh no. Any I don't guesses? Want to really guess. I really don't want to guess. I uh, I'll take, took I'll second. Florida. No. Really? Iowa took second. Followed up by South Dakota, Montana, and North Dakota. Huh. And then, number two on my list of three things. 
you you might have heard that about this in the news or on social media, Tommy. But a two thousand year old phallic wooden object found in England is the likely the oldest Roman sex toy ever found. What? And that's okay. That's not what I was thinking. But whatever. Talk about a submersion, uh, subversion expectations. And then number three on my list of three things: the pub, the publisher of Roald Dahl's books, is editing all of his books to remove, in quotations, potentially offensive language. Removing words such as fat, ugly, etc. to make them more acceptable to modern readers. Did you say etc.? Yes. Such, such books as Matilda, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, The Big Friendly Giant, The Witches, James and the Giant Peach, and Fantastic Mr. Fox. They are basically taking out words such as fat, ugly, and then all the others that are like that, that don't hurt anybody's feelings at all, to make it more modern. Oh, that's... Uh... I hate uh, how soft our generation that. has gotten. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. That seems just fucking retarded. Soft. <laughs> oh, sorry, I can't say that word. Whoops. My bad. Anyway. Whoops. Said it again. Don't cancel me for it. Ben, oh, what are we watching? Alright, I was about to say, Ben, for those and all that don't know and haven't listened to the podcast in a while, me and Mr. Tommy Haley have uh, now started a journey here to show Mr. Benjamin Duncan some of the uh, uh, the wrestling. The, the wacky world of wrestling. Yes, most certainly the wacky world of wrestling. Yesterday we showed him an episode of Saturday Morning Slam. Uh, this week is uh, ECW 100 Oh My God Moments. Tommy, please explain to Mr. Ben and the listeners at home what ECW was and stood for. So, ECW, what it's known for, was known as Eastern Championship Wrestling. And it was part of the NWA Alliance or whatever. National Wrestling Once the NWA kind of went under... And we're like, you know what? Let's do extreme stuff. So they were now, uh, after a certain someone threw a belt, NWA belt away, they were like, let's do extreme stuff. And thus, Extreme Championship Wrestling was born. So uh, the name kind of says it for itself. It's Extreme Championship Wrestling. So you're going to see a lot of hardcore matches and a lot of shit happening. A lot of crazy shit. All right, here we go, Ben. It's now time for you to react to ECW 100 Oh My God Moments. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, then click play, Mr. Ben. (laughs) Oh, that guy just got tossed into the crowd. Yep. I can't Flexed into the the ring. That's a power bomb, bud. No. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Out and, out into the crowd. Oh my god! Jumped out into the crowd. 
So this right now we're just jumping getting a bunch of people jumping everywhere, getting thrown out. Oh, here Dude's we go. Dude's gonna get hit with the well, chair. Oh, that was a stiff one too. Here we go. Power bomb, baby. Oh, into the table. table. Another Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia. Oof, that was stiff. Look at Taz, look at that midget. Snooplex with shit out of everyone. Sabu's song playing in the background. Sabu. Oh, that, that feel bad for that table. Bottle driver! Dude, jumping from the balcony? Yep. <laughs> oh, you can hear him hit the ground. Jesus Christ! Kid Cash! Dude, <gasps> Oh! Power bomb out of the ring to the outside. I feel like those tables are made of like plywood. Uh, That's pretty much what they were. Though. Oh, Jesus! They were easy to break. Watch his neck. Watch his neck. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Mustafa. Oh. Oh, oh my God. Fire. Flame table. <laughs> yeah. Sushi. <laughs> he just had a sign that said sushi. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. From the cage. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Oh. That is. That's a big dude. He fell into the ring. Through the ring. Oh. oh that was clunky as hell. Oh. My God. Oh, what the heck? Oh, hit him with the left. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it. Forget how wild ECW was back in the day, My bro. My God. Okay, we're three minutes in, Ben. Initial thoughts before we. There's still five minutes left. Initial thoughts here. Jesus Christ. It's a very honest reaction. Dude's getting slammed w this way and that. Dude's this is like during the nineties. Yeah, this is the nineties. By the way, smashed galore. This is the nineties. We just paused a, a video, uh, but a video ago, a dude literally got hit in the face with a ladder. <laughs> Jesus. It, it gets more violent from That's here. That's insane. I can only tell you. So. Oh, even better, even better. Continue. Dear Lord, have mercy. Now, this is kind of fun to watch right here, just all these dudes getting thrown around and breaking tables. Oh my God, is it ECW that's going to get bent into wrestling? Fuck. New Jack! He's trying to light a guy on fire and he's, he's, is he stabbing him? What That's the heck? Branding iron. Ooh! Is that Ray Mysterio? It is. Jesus fucking Christ. Tommy, why aren't you reacting? Brock, I wonder if they're going to show the New Jack one. 
Which one? The new Jack Oh, God. One. Thumbtacks on a table. Oh. Like, you know the one I'm talking about. The Tanger scaffold? The very, very top. The scaffold? No, that was uh, CZW or whatever the heck that was. Oh, that's such a smooth, like, oh, jumping from the top rope and twisting the guy around and throwing him. That's easy money getting hit with that shit. That's a woman, by the way! Jesus. What the heck? Oh my god. The table's on fire. I always forget how much a fucking punching bag Spike Dudley was. And then he'd hit something like that. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, yeah, he does stuff like that. Where's Mikey Whipwreck? Oh, why is this? It's just literally a, a compilation of this guy getting slammed into the ground. Oh, there's bar <gasps> barbed wire, by the way. Actual barbed wire. And there's turf up. Oh, oh my God. Table, by the way. Not Chris Chetty. Actual barbed wire again. Through the stage. Another flaming table. Another guy getting power bumped through. Is that a woman? No, that's a dude! There's Mikey Whipwreck, Tommy. You were wondering where he was. Yay, Mikey oh, Whipwreck! That guy got folded like an omelet there a second ago. Yeah. <laughs> this is what gets Ben in. My I like God. how this one guy's in like Jesus pants. Sabu. Yeah. There's New Jack again. New Jack again. Oh, New Jack. As he's beating up Italians. <laughs> What's with all the tables? What the heck? They love tables in ECW. I don't a know what they, they had a like a, a fixation with tables. Oh, dude got pushed off the ladder. Oh, that's barbed wire, by the way. Dude, the barbed wire, that's gotta hurt. God! Oh, it does. Damn. New Jack's that crazy! New Jack! Ah! New Jack! RBG! Let's show it again! RBG. Oh, nope, something different. Sabu! <laughs> oh, he moved. Other guy moved. New Jack again! To Devon! RBG again! <laughs> Jesus! Steel chair unprotected! New Jack! Wasn't this guy jumping from the second floor? That was his that's thing! That's what New Jack did. He just jumped off the shit. New Jack just was crazy as hell. Is that a dude in a Steve Young jersey? Could have been. Indianapolis, bro. Nah, yeah, I know. 
can totally see Brock just throwing me into a table up here. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> Jesus. Two tables. Oh, that's barbed wire. Oh gosh, no, that's not barbed wire. wire. That oh, is barbed wire. wire. Please. Uh, Make a whip break. Kid cash onto a bunch of people. There you go. There you go, Ben. Ric Flair. Ric Flair at the end. All right, Ben. What do you? What are your thoughts there? As your exposure to Jesus E. Rice to ECW. That was nuts. <laughs> that looks like so much fun if it's just that and only that. Well, well. Uh, Tommy, dude's what should, just throwing dudes everywhere. Tommy, what should he watch next week? I'm thinking I've always some had Ring a of Honor. I'm thinking he should watch some Ring of Honor. Watch some good wrestling. Some good work rate. Some next week. Yeah. Next week he has to watch Ring of Honor. So I have to find like the best of Ring of Honor, like 2008 or something like that. Hold up, most exciting car entrances in WWE history. All right, go ahead. I guess we can just. Watch this next. No, it's all right. No, go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. You saw ECW. It's, it's almost twenty minutes long. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I got Mick Foley's wildest <laughs> moments, fourteen minutes, so that'll have some extreme stuff. Actually, let's go ahead. That's next. Uh, how do I? We have full match, nineteen ninety two Royal Rumble. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Wait. Did none of that get... There we go. What did you say it was, Brock? Hang on. I'm going to find a specific clip for Mr. Ben to watch here. Ben, we are going to have your live reaction to Mick Foley Hellness. Well, no, screw it. Here, it's right here. I have it on the playlist added. So there we go. Uh, Can we borrow a chick? Well, Cactus Jack and Terry Funk. Cactus Jack again? Yeah. I'm not gonna make a reference though. Don't please. What? Oh my cheers! Why are Stop the cheers! Stop trying to go do cheers! So here you go. Yeah, who's going to be the, the strong, strong young this man? Literally, all they kept doing was solid two or three minutes. They kept fucking throwing chairs in the rain. So, Ben, this is again ECW. I like how the, the guy in the, the PA said, please don't throw your chairs. Well, they're still throwing them. That made them throw them oh, even more. Throw chairs. <laughs> There's people underneath that. There are. There are indeed people underneath those chairs. And there's still more chairs coming in. All right, here we go. So this is now this is Mick Foley in WWF, and that's Shawn Michaels. So what are your thoughts on that right there, Ben? This looked like a an average. Throw the guy on in the ground and break the table in the process. Okay, well, 
See, Ben's already become desensitized. But the one guy landed on the concrete, though. Yeah, he did. Right, Cage dive, oh my. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty high up. I like the guy's mustache. Or mustache beard. His goatee. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would be way too scared to jump from that height. So, Mick Foley's on top of a, what would you say, Tommy, 20, maybe, foot cage? He just ripped his shirt off. Oh. God. Oh. Elbow drop to the future Triple H. Good God, man. Hey, Ben, read what that says. That's a really muscular woman. It is. The game meets Cactus Jack. Dude, well, it, he's not meeting Dude Love. I can tell you that right now. Dude Love or mankind, Dude's alter ego. Yes, Ball that is a chain he, no Triple H is wrapping around his hand there, Ben. Oh, 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 have mercy, Hunter, and especially your finer China. I know what you must That really muscular woman do. could what probably beat the crap out of both me and Tommy. You should be out there kicking some Tommy, heavy you want to tell uh, Mr. Ben about China? Belt. Hunter, my man, I believe it's time. We had a little... Right. So, real, real to quick. explain the colorful character known as Mick Foley, he has these three alter egos. Cactus Jack is one of them. And um, he has two others, Dude Love and Mankind. Because they're all like his alter egos based off of like his wrestling as a kid or whatever. I forget the real like backstory of it. But yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. A kooky type of cat. Let's bring him out right now. Mankind, my main mandible up high, big man. Oh, you're too slow. Mankind, good to have you at the love shack. I'm just going to say now, this is some of the most corny shit I've ever seen. This right here. Great all time segment, by the way, Raw. I guess if you want to call that. She kind of looked like. The, she kind of looks like the ugly like, stepsister from Shrek. I like how Ben's fixating on China and not what else is going on. <laughs> You're right, Ben, it is. Good God, look at all that stuff he's thrown out. And he has a trash can in his hand. Ooh. Oh my gosh! Cactus Jack, the back of his head! 
hit him with a table. No. <laughs> By the way, uh, JR on commentary is great during this time period. All right, Ben, what do you think he's about to do here? Good Lord. And that's the match. That's how that match ended. The OG Cactus Jack. Oh boy. So here's the Royal Rumble, Ben. Three faces of Foley. Alright, Tommy, explain to Ben the Royal Rumble. Like, please explain to him the Royal Rumble. Tommy? Hello? Anyone? Tommy. Tommy? Huh? Explain to Ben the Royal Rumble. Uh, 30 men enter a ring. Only way you can eliminate people is over the top rope. Oh, so you have to throw them out from over the top rope? Yeah, that's how you do it. Throw them out from over the top rope. No pinfall or submission win. Have to throw them out over the top rope, but both feet must hit the floor. Interesting. And the 30 people do not come in all at once. Yeah, they, yeah, come they in go like in like what? Random. Minute Three minute. Oh God, how, what's the time? Ninety seconds. Ninety second. Yeah, they go in like ninety second intervals. So let's continue now, Ben, with you watching. Well, let's go ahead and skip this because this is kind of. Eh. How far do you want me to go? That's what I'm trying to figure out here. Uh, let's go to 808. 808. So that way you're just not watching Royal Rumble stuff, which you're here to watch some extreme stuff right now when this guy was known for it. Now there's still Mick Foley coming out. Now he's dude love. This is the third time he's been in a match. Yo, that guy's wearing a Confederate flag shirt. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I think that, there you go. Here we go. Here we go. You want some more extreme stuff, Ben? This is some stuff Tommy oh, could tell you rock. about. It is The Rock. Oh. 
broke the, the electronics. The electrical circuit board. Oh, tell me it's your favorite match. It's halftime oh, heat. Oh, the halftime heat match. Was it during the Super Bowl or whatever? Yeah, halftime of the Super Bowl. They had this match. Earl Hebner almost eats it. I would totally watch this if this was at a halftime of a Super Bowl. Push Billy out here in front of the crew. Rock and Mankind taking it to each other in the most unusual, the most unique WWF Championship match in history. He didn't kick him, what? <laughs> Ben finds out wrestling. Oh, here we go. Tommy. Yeah. I'll just let this clip speak for itself. And then pause it. All right, pause it, Ben. So. Explain to the people what you just witnessed. Jim Ross's reaction. That was genuinely real like Jim Ross had absolutely no idea that Mick Foley was going to get thrown off the top of the cell and he literally thought he died right there when he hit the table dear lord Ben what did you watch at home there? that's what a 30 foot drop yeah the undertaker literally threw this guy off of the top of the cage off the hell in a cell. What's that? At least 20 feet, right? 30. That's 30, 30. bud. Alright, hit play. Because it's not done yet. Get to watch the guy be dead. Not quite. <laughs> Did he go through the table? Oh, oh, that... Like he, like, he got legit, like, knocked out after he hit the table. And guess what? My He's not done yet. Let's go back. My man was not finished. No way. So they've climbed up to the top of the ring. Undertaker has a chair. But now, you have to also take note that these are two pretty heavy guys. And there are zip ties just holding the cell together. Yeah. Like literal zip ties. Oh. Like there were zip ties holding that segment of the cell together. Pause it. Yeah. He got thrown through the top of the hell in the cell. 30-foot drop to the middle of the ring, which that ring is hard as rocks. 
there's like pallet wood under the ring. Dear Lord. Continue. I'm just waiting on the Undertaker to like drop through that hole on top of him, I feel like. Well, that that doesn't happen. <laughs> that does not happen. So You can be thankful about that. He's broken in half. Mm-hmm. When I think enough is enough. It's the big show. Is that the rock? Yeah, the rock's there as well, fighting the Undertaker, but Big Show is fighting mankind. Show just threw uh, mankind into the grave. Yep. You good there, Tommy? Wasn't there a Buried Alive match? Yeah, it was. Why are you making them noises? That one sucked, I'm not gonna lie. That platform. Triple H is he's crawling for the door. And Triple H is heading for the exit here. Mankind was going for Triple H, but was distracted. That one sucked, I'm not gonna lie. Triple H is out! I can swear something Triple H is actually like okay. What do you mean is that okay? Triple H wins the boiler. No, like is the mankind like actually okay after that. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Uh, Thumbtacks. Oh no. Oh my god. This guy's wearing a Blackhawks jersey and right in front of a Superman t-shirt wearing guy. Oh no! Triple H just threw him into the ring. Through the roof. Through the ring, too. Oh yeah, hey, we ain't done yet. How about a spear through a flaming table? There you go. Bang your thoughts on Mick Foley and those crazy moments there. He seems like a pretty cool fella having three different characters. Four. I mean, they're Cactus Jack, oh, yeah. Mankind, Dude Love, and himself. True. Yeah. Yeah, there you go, Ben. So, Ben got to experience hardcore wrestling. Ben your, got to experience your, hardcore. your thoughts on and hardcore. Mick Foley. Yeah, and Mc. Well, yeah. Ben, your thoughts on hardcore wrestling? Those clips are pretty cool. Um, 
Yeah, those clips are pretty cool. It was funny watching all these people get thrown through tables. But I hope that the guy was actually okay. The people are actually okay after getting thrown into barbed wire or getting slammed into thumbtacks. So maybe next week, instead of Ring of Honor, we make him watch chair shots. I mean, all of those people throwing the chairs onto the into the ring was pretty funny. Well, the chair shot compilation will not be. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that's what we'll people taking chairs to the head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tommy, do you think that sounds about right for Mister Ben to watch next week? Yeah. Even though this is not an accurate representation as to what wrestling really is. Yeah. Alright, be on the lookout for that next week for Ben Reacts 2 wrestling wise. Um other than that, gentlemen, do you have anything before we close this episode out? No. No. Ben? You got anything? I don't got anything. Alright. Well, until uh, Big Time Talkers next week or whatever podcast comes out next for their piece of content, I've been Brock Gordon. I'm Tommy Haley. And I've been Benjamin Duncan. You can follow me on Twitter at BrockGordon99. The B and the G are capitalized. Follow me on Twitter at dude underscore rex14. The D and the R are capitalized. Follow me on Twitter at Elite Tiger Spores One. The E, the P, and the S are capitalized. Follow B Card Entertainment on Twitter at B underscore Card E N T. The B, the C, and the E are capitalized. Tommy, here soon we will have HCW Breakout Tournament uh, coverage. Will we not? We will. Indeed. Until then, folks, have a wonderful rest of your week. Hi everyone, drink water, stay safe. Also, happy Pokemon Day, you know it's over now. <laughs>